What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Spring 2023 Anime Review Non-Canon File. I am one of your three animated co-hosts, Tanner. Who's with me today? The Idol Child Cult. Whoa. Uh, uh, I can never come up with a title for myself. Wenzel. <laughs> yeah, know. that's crazy. You, you really haven't had much practice, for sure. No, no not not six years of it. Yeah, not def- definitely not. Not almost. Bitch, weekly. you just said you're the idle child, Cole. Because we're talking about and something Tanner with idols. He's the animated Tanner. Okay, I don't want to hear it. I feel like mine was. Uh, I love my name. <laughs> I said, okay. So you may you may be wondering why is the mood down. <laughs> And it's because we discovered Discord has a soundboard that doesn't pick up. Yeah. Well, my mood isn't down. Tanner's mood's down. I'm yeah, pissed. My mood's down, too, because I wanted those funny sounds. I'm pissed. I'm really? <laughs> we could have added our own sound effects. Just imagine all the My Name Jeffs and stuff we could have in here. Oh, my God. We could have added a My Name Jeff sound bit. All right. Just because we can't do it right now doesn't mean we can't do it in the future. We'll figure something out. I'm sure there's a way. Probably Discord- not. Fix okay. it, or I will kill myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. Uh, Cole always taking it the extra step, and that's why oh we love him here. Gosh. We love I, him ve- very much. When I do it when we play Overwatch, I'll giggle it off. But now when we're recording, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, but the thing is, is that those guys suck, okay? So. All right, all right. Uh, so we're here. We're talking about six different anime from this season. Uh, should I go through down the list of what we're talking about today? What season uh, is it? Spring. What's the season? Spring. I said that earlier. I chew. Did y'all? What, what did we watch? Did y'all watch the shows? I'm making it up as we go. Oh no! I've already watched Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Oh, <laughs> with yeah. uh, insider the, knowledge, the Boruto was really good. Wink. No, it wasn't. I thought it was funny when they didn't show a crucial fight in the manga. I instead of they just panned it to the sky. All those fucking dinosaurs for how many chapters? No, that was the manga. No, I know. Pretty good. Yeah, the manga that, for that is fun, but, but the animation was ass. Yeah. <laughs> Animation in Boruto has been asked for a, a hot minute. I don't think it's going to get better. Uh, it's just turned to absolute hell. I think it's Pirot. People behind the new Perot? Bleach. Perot? Yeah, they're behind the I new don't Bleach. Know. I don't know. So they're putting called. their work. I'm just assumed. But yeah. I don't know. But anyways, none of us watched the anime. Well, we're, no, I'm just kidding. All yeah. three of us watched every show we're talking about. So you're about to get 
up to the minute second. Some of us just finished a show on this list. Yeah. So just moments prior to recording. But here are the shows we're talking about today. Keep in mind, these all w- will be spoiler-filled reviews of Spoilers. episode one. Yes. Spoilers. Um. So, and, uh, but one of them, it, it's the it's the spoiler of the first episode of their new season. But yes. We will be covering spoilers for that show entirely because it already has season one and two out. Yes. Yeah. And it's been years. So, well, yes. not necessarily full spoilers, but we're just going to be talking in the sense that you yeah, know we'll what happened. Some, yeah, we'll mention two. some yeah. things and just you know well you know spoilers just spoilers here are the shows we'll be discussing today and actually the order we'll be discussing them in and i plan on putting in timestamps for you to make it even easier for you to skip to your favorite show or skip shows that you don't want to hear about yet so here's what we're talking we're talking skip and loafer yes we're talking mashal yes we're talking hell's paradise yeah we're talking heavenly delusion yeah we're talking Demon Slayer season three. Oh yeah, and we're talking Oshinoko. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I got a little too excited yeah. for that one. <laughs> um. So yeah. So the, that's the order we'll be talking about them. Again, I'm going to try my hardest to put timestamps so you can skip around because I know, you know, you may want to hear our thoughts on the first episode of shows, but you may not want to listen to the Demon Slayer talk because you may be like Winslow and maybe four years behind the times and. Yeah. Not watch Demon Slayer till now, and that's even okay. though he watched the first episode uh, when the first when we aired. did when we did that anime episode, never watched it again <laughs> up until last year, early last year when I watched. I just spent like a whole day watching Demon Slayer season one and two, and then the movie. <laughs> so did we really uh, cover episode one of Demon Slayer on yeah, one of these? We did. Yeah, yeah we did. Damn. We even talked about it at the end of the year show, saying it like is one of the best things of the year. Yeah. See, I I distinctly I remember that, but I don't remember talking about episode one like for one of these anime. Are we a joke to you? Things. Do you not love us? I Do well, I mean, I was us? I was probably on that fucking episode, so I just don't remember it. Okay, you're a hateful piece of shit. <laughs> Whoa. So first, again, spoilers ahead for episode ones only. We will not be getting into spoilers for we're not going to be talking about manga spoilers for any of these just solely from the perspective of people that watch the first ep- episode of each of these anime. I have to take my glasses yes. off. They're messing with me. My, my glasses are some reason making the words easier to see and it's giving me a headache. No, I don't know what it is. It's like, I don't know. Having glasses. I always Sounds said like you don't have a good prescription. Oh, I don't. Because I'm using my brother's. Ah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have an actual prescription for glasses. Sounds but like I'm, you might need to wait, get one. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't have an actual prescription for glasses. <laughs> You're joking, right? <laughs> no, I swear on everything. A bit. This is no, a bit. I, no, I swear. Are you sure? I swear. Are you Cole, am I being pulled right now? Am I being fucked with? Nah, that's this is believable. I can. I swear. I swear. I'll get my mom on the show. I'll I'll get Riley in here to confirm it. I I have never been to an eye doctor. (laughs) How are you driving? Here, because I'm wearing glasses. Hold on, not even yours. We can't even even talk about the fucking anime now. Here, here. Okay, here. Here's the timeline of events. When I got my license, when I was 16, 
Um, they te- you know they test your eyes before you take your driver's test, and one of my eyes was twenty twenty five vision, and one of my eyes was twenty thirty vision. Damn, you can see in the future. You're good. You don't need glasses. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, but anyways, they were like, "Hey, you may want to think about getting glasses." Well, fast <laughs> forward to when I'm twenty two, and I sat in the back of a college lecture classroom, and I'm like, "I can't see fucking shit." Keep in mind, this was after my nursing school stint. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so i uh i have adopted gla- and just one day out of the blue because my brother had gotten a couple of pairs of glasses in the mail this is when i still lived at home got a couple of pairs of glasses in the mail and just for fun i put one on i'm like oh my god i can see and i think colt you dis- or winslow you were probably in the car too we were in the car and i said oh my god did y'all know there was cracks in the road yeah we were both in there yeah uh so that happened, and here I am, 27. I've still never been to the to the doctor. I just I know my brother's prescription, and it's got to be pretty close to mine. So, are you pulling my dick right now, <laughs> dude? I you swear, need to go to the eye doctor. I are swear, you, are you pulling? Are you just? I swear on everything. Now? I swear on everything. I, that is so. <laughs> I'm something this, Tanner would do. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this so nice. I'm gonna put this so nice. That's so fucking stupid (laughs) oh i'm sorry uh no no i can't what i can't believe did did y'all really not know that no No. i just knew you wore glasses and you can't see even though you you need them y'all just thought it was normal that one day i came in wearing glasses you don't wear your glasses a lot you I wear, I wear my glasses them. all the time. Tanner wears his glasses all the time, which what makes me really f- fucking upset right now. <laughs> Although I don't wear my glasses at work. Or when you're playing oh video games. Oh my god! No, I sometimes wear them when I'm playing games. Most of the time I, I wear them playing games. Of course we did of course we didn't know that because we assumed that you did what any reasonable person would do and go to a doctor get a prescription and have glasses that match your eyes nope that's pretty gangster (laughs) i really thought y'all knew that (laughs) no yeah no i swear on everything these are not my prescription and my eyes have only gotten worse we need to talk about the. we need to talk about the anime no no hold on no hold on (laughs) tanner i'm serious you need to go make a make an appointment with the eye doctor Get your own glasses, because if you keep using those glasses, they're going to mess up your eyes. Wenzel, maybe on the 35th of Never Wary. <laughs> oh, pwned. He's going to go blind. No, Cole, he's, I'm not pwned. You need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and not, and not I'm not pwned. Them. I'm not owned. <laughs> no, but I said all that to say um, I fuck? am thinking about getting lazy. <laughs> Okay, well, never mind then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't believe you did. I swear I thought I had told y'all that years ago. Nope. Oh, man. All right, so skipping loafer, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, fuck. Who wants to go over what this is about? Summaries. I can talk about it. Okay. I like skipping loafer. It was the show I put on there. Uh, so Skip and Loafer is like a typical little slice of life. It starts with our main character, one of our main characters, uh, Mitsumi Irakura, uh, who is from the small town in, I believe, Ishikawa. And she moves to Tokyo 
to join this apparently pretty prestigious high school. And she, you know, she has like the spirit of like, oh, I want to be the best. I have my whole life planned out. This is how I'm going to die. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do after I retire, blah, 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 blah. And like immediately gets thrown to shit because she like gets sick on the way to school because she doesn't realize how trains work in Japan. And she gets saved by, I assume, our male lead, Sasuke or Sasuke? Shima. <laughs> They're just called Shima. I actually didn't even know that this was their first name. Uh, so we'll just say Shima. And it just kind of goes from there. They, you know, it it very much gives me uh, like Hori Mia vibes, except the the role reversal between the guy and the girl. Yeah, it seems very, very nice slice of life. Very lovey-dovey. We're going to see a, a beautiful relationship flourish throughout yes. the rest of this little show. It's very cute. And the animation style is so good. It looks so simple, but it's very, very fluid. Yes, it, it looks really good. And and like, it's so interesting, too, because all the characters have like very distinct facial features two like our, our two characters like their faces and my like in the show don't look anything alike they're drawn in two completely different styles whereas in hori mia th they are kind of samey they just have like different color hair which is like general for your slice of life shows that have like a bigger cast and i imagine we'll get that further into the show we'll you know we'll expand on our cast you can even see that in the op but it for for now just looks like simple show of a small town girl living her big city dreams. Basically, yeah. She, uh, sorry, I haven't said anything because I've just been so fucking distracted by the fact that Tanner <laughs> has been wearing his brother's glasses for years now. Yeah, five and a half years. I'm, I'm going to try to get past this. So I'm going to try to talk about this show. So very nice very sweet little slice of life yeah this um she she actually so what happens with in the beginning is that she actually because it's tokyo she's from the countryside it's big it's a big city and um the trains she kind of forgot her way around so at some point she just kind of sits in the not in the corner but she sits staring at the wall because like tanner said she went to the bathroom threw up came back out and just kind of sat staring at the wall and you know, she's very uh, she's a very smart girl, um, like Tanner said, like has her whole life planned out, is ready, like, you know, worked really hard to get this and in, into this high school and everything. But like she she doesn't know how to adjust to city life or um, being social in such a bigger, more just expansive setting like tokyo and that's also how we meet our male lead where he finds her and he's like something wrong and immediately gets terrified of her because she doesn't know how to talk to people <laughs> and it's really funny too because in that moment she's like have i forgotten how to talk to people and she yeah because says, her and, and her city her middle school is a class of eight yeah so small so like it, it, it kind of you kind of understand it you know and uh she's also in this city too she's living with her aunt i believe right yeah and um i yeah, think it's her aunt i i honestly don't I, know if it's her aunt or just a family friend i, I can't remember because we also just watched suzume 
and the main character lives with her aunt. It's, it's the, with it's her the aunt. Same, yeah. yeah, it's the same kind of. I think it is though, and because she does have quite of a big family too. There's actually a point in there where she won't make it to the. Um, she's gonna be late for the ceremony. Um, for for the new classes, and um, in that moment, she say she says she says sorry to all of her class, uh, not her classmates, to all of her family, including her two cats and dog, I believe. Yeah, yeah. which the cats and dogs look so cute. They um, look so fucking cute. They have like a <laughs> custom style to them that's not yeah. related to any other. Style yeah, not anywhere else in the show. Well, I will say like the cats and dogs and the girl, their faces kind of share that same kind of like simple style so like the show it it all like it's, like they said the some of the characters with their faces are drawn differently but it all meshes together yeah which i think is really which is what really is like the charm to this too is like the animation the art styles it's so it's so fluid so beautiful um there's like it it, it feels like i don't want to say cinematic but it has that quality there especially with the op because there's or the ending there's a dance segment between her and uh the male lead character um and it's just really it's really nice um she has a dress and he has like just regular like casual clothes on and like everything just flows really nicely um yeah and then also too whenever uh she she views shima uh, she views herself as a little duckling and him as a mama duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like mama goose. It's very funny. And all, also, too, like, because it's at the end of the episode, we get like Shima hanging out with his friends because like they all go to different high schools and they're like, oh, Shima, what? why are you in such a good mood? It very much seems like Shima prior to meeting uh, Misumi was like too cool for school, but like also kept up his grades. But now he's like, oh, I have to get serious. I have to enjoy my time in high school to the fullest. And yeah, it's like, because... that's the good shit. That's what makes yeah. a good rom-com slice of life. Yeah, because he's found his reason, basically. Because at first, in the very beginning, everybody's getting ready to go to school. Everybody's getting nice and pampered. But he's still sitting in bed. Uh, he looks at his phone, throws it to the side, and just goes back to sleep. Which I feel the vibes... Um, but then whenever he meets this girl and her dedication, um, it's like her, her drive to get to school, he starts to like, there's a moment where she's running and she takes off her shoes and starts running even faster as she's sounds like she's going to die. Um, he sees her and just follows her. Yep. Like it, it's like a really like a moment where like, oh yeah, like this is his, he sees his drive now, his, his attachment is to this girl. And I think that's like really, really sweet. <laughs> this is also done by a uh, PA works, which just in the last couple of years, they've done uh, uh, a Pare Ron man. They've done your boy Kong Ming, which was one of the, in my opinion, one of the sleeper hits of last year. Uh, they also done the Aquatope on white sand, which I believe if you remember correctly, that's the show that Patrick watched the wrong episode to. Yep. Yeah. Same episode. <laughs> in one of our uh, summer, summer 2021 anime reviews. Uh, so PA works has a really good track record. And if you like any of those shows, like animation style, you'll, you'll like this. Cause it's very similar. I would actually say skip and loafer looks a little more fluid than even something as recent as your boy Kong Ming. Um, so I, I would definitely, if for nothing else, if slice of life rom-com stuff, isn't your cup of tea, I, I don't think you're going to enjoy yeah. this because I mean, that is what this show is. Definitely low stakes slice of life i mean they're fucking high schoolers 
But if, you know, if sometimes you can go either way on the genre, like maybe if you enjoyed a Hori Mia or something, you know, more recent, I'd say give it a shot. Because it seems like it's going to be just a nice little comforting, relaxing show, which as we will get on to in a minute, we need this season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. By a minute, so... it's going to be a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it would be it would be a few minutes, but <laughs> I would I would definitely put Skip and Loafer in the upper tier just based off the first episode of like slice of life rom com. In yeah. my opinion, I because like I I feel like I don't know I just feel like it's there's some it's certain so charm to it. There there's mm-hmm. such like, a big I'm charm. not a slice yeah. of life person because when I watch it, it makes me go into a fucking like I when's it my turn to be happy headspace. And I this I'm also getting that, but it's also really fun. Uh, and I know I can't watch it. <laughs> I mean, I I, I get like uh, I I definitely feel that though. Yeah, I I get that, but um, like I, 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 I just <laughs> if I would have watched Tori Mia while I was single during COVID, I would have went into a deep spiraling depression so i told jesus me, christ I told can me watch anything nice no <laughs> God, I, I fucking finished flowers of evil the manga the other day or not the other day it was a few months ago at this point and uh i was like jesus fucking christ it's not a normal love story by any means it is furthest from it but it still sent me into a, a weird state that i've never felt before so what we're terrible. saying is check out Skip and Loafer. Yeah, check out yeah, Skip and Loafer. Loaf <laughs> I get some nice vibes from it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check it out. Also seems like a perfect, like it, it seems like I'm sure we'll probably go through the whole like first semester or whatever in this season, but definitely this opening episode has a very good spring vibe to it too. I, I don't yeah. know what it is. Well, it starts, just, it starts in spring as well. Yeah, but it just, it feels if I associated this show with the color in my mind, it's spring green. Well, I Mine's man, that, that's crazy that they, um, that they did that on purpose. <laughs> What's okay? I talk to you in the corner. Uh, I'm yeah, actually wearing sure. your fucking prescription. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anybody here gonna keep up with this? I'm. I'm hope I don't think it's going to be a week to week thing, but I can definitely see myself like if I have like a downtime on a Saturday, being like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and watch a couple episodes of Skip and Loafer. I, I would like to have finished it by the end of the year. Yeah, I will say there's some slice of life that we covered here uh, on our on our show where I'm like, yeah, I liked it. I might keep up with it. I, you know, I. I but like I never, I'm, I don't really feel like putting in the backlog. So, but skipping loafer, I feel like will be on the backlog for me. So that means that I will go back and basically probably binge it. It's uh for me personally, I'm not gonna go back to it, but I highly recommend it if you're into this kind of stuff. Yep, and it is on Crunchyroll. Yep, for for you know your way to watch it. Y'all yeah, ready? Sure. I'm ready to move on to show number two. Yay! Yeah. Up next. Okay, let's calm down, Colt. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, a little boo. too excited. You know what? Let's take a moment of silence. But up next. That was not long enough. Mashal. Magic and Muscles. Um, Mashed I, potatoes. I, I'm trying to think of like how to properly convey the plot, but we don't really get the plot in the first episode. Oh, until oh, the I mean, it's pretty simple. I, I, got, this. He, I got this. I got this. I got okay, this. go for it. 
All right. In a world where there's magic. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Okay. No, okay. I'm so in. No, okay. In this universe, um, there's magic. There, there were humans who were non-magical, but over time, magic has become the norm to where now there's barely any just normal, regular humans um, anymore. Kind of like the universe in um, My Hero. And so magic is part of the norm and it's part, it's just like part of society and everyday life. And we get introduced to our main character, uh, Mash Bernadette, I think is his last name. Anyway, Mash, the obviously the name of the show is Mashal. Um, he's being not raised... related to the TV show Mash, by the way. That is true. It's not related to that. Maybe we don't know yet. Oh, um, shit, you're right. That, that is true. We technically don't know. He's being raised by his uh, adoptive father, who can do magic, but Mash can't. And that's where things kind of take a different turn, because you think, oh, well, he doesn't do magic, so that kind of puts him at a disadvantage. Well, not necessarily, because we get scenes of him working out in the woods, and he is lifting weights are normal humans couldn't lift basically he is insane the animals are disturbed by it but he's and, not like lifting weights normal humans couldn't can't lift it he's also doing it in a way that it like it's beast mode essentially it's beast yeah he's going beast mode and in this too um humans who can't do magic are also discriminated against and basically seen as lower like shouldn't be allowed to live basically and that's where him and his father get compromised but there is a opportunity that to basically help to stop this discrimination and basically be being able to live normally and peacefully in this world he will join this magic academy rise through the ranks and become basically the chosen one Somebody who's chosen, they literally mention God, somebody who becomes a chosen one by God, which basically means a lot of money, gets to make the rules, changes how society views certain things. It's basically like that. And that's Mash's kind of goal. And he wants to do that uh, using his strength rather than magic because he can't do that. And that's that's basically the, the synopsis. Um, in simpler terms, the too long didn't read is imagine if they took Saitama from One Punch Man and put him in Harry Potter. Yeah. Basically, yeah. 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 Um, it very, like, our MASH is very, like, I don't want to say dry, but, like, very dry humor, I guess. Like, unintentionally funny. Because this show is hilarious. Yeah. The, like, in this first episode, is, the, the comedy in this first episode reminds me of uh, Bobo Bo, which is, like, the highest compliment I can give to any comedy in an anime. And... It, from what I've heard, the show, the manga is amazing. Um, I, I actually believe it's near, it's in its final arc right now. Yeah, so. it's very close to the end. Yeah. Um, but the manga is amazing. So if they can keep up, like the quality of like good jokes, the animation is, I mean, nothing mind melting. But it, I mean, it's fine for what kind of show it is. Um. I mean, it's good. it looks good. It's a good-looking show. It's just, you know, if, if you're coming a, into this... There's a strange style to it. It's not strange. It's like, like a the lines are heavier. Yeah, I, so, I really like that about it. it. This is done from A1 Pictures, who has done a... 
shit ton of stuff, but like just a few big things they've done. They did Darling in the Franks. Oh yeah. They yeah. did um Kaguya Sama, Love is War. Uh mm. they did 86. And even just this year, they they did the the near uh, automata show. Uh and they're also doing the solo leveling um adaptation. So they got a great track record. Yeah, wow. they have yeah. a really good track record. Um with stuff they also did Your Lie in April, which is one of the best fucking shows of all time. Um oh, yeah. it, any genre. But so if you're going into this expecting like Oh man, I, and maybe we do get that with the magic fights, but this first episode is very much just world building as most first episodes are. I mean, that's the thing is from what I've heard, the fights are great. Yeah. And hysterical. Um yeah. Like and also too the it adapts the style too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It it's perfectly basically. Perfectly done. And like I said the the humor, I feel like some of the humor in the show, I feel like doesn't work as well. Probably wouldn't work as well in the manga because they seem like very much like sound cue bits. So I, I would have to like read the first couple chapters of the manga and compare it to this first episode. But I think this is like an excellent, like I feel like this show is going to be a show where if you want somebody to get into anime, you're going to point them towards this because it's kind of a property, not, not really a property, but it's an idea people are familiar with for the most part you know the kid you know enrolls in a magic school but what if that kid was just juiced to the fucking gills and couldn't do magic <laughs> and, yeah. and overpowered and but so far though because you say that in that very simple uh blurb earlier about him being similar to saitama from one punch man we do um you know from this first part we do see is like oh my god this this kid's already super powerful like you know but from what I understand is too is like kind of take that like carefully because from what people have said, he's not necessarily like exactly Saitama from One Punch Man. So that kind of makes me think it's like, okay, well, or this what like what will be this kid's limits if he has yeah. any? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I guess I'm yeah. at like Saitama just more from the physicality standpoint, where Well, no, no, no. You're you're not wrong yeah. because that's what I hear. Like that's that's yeah. literally like what I hear from people say, you know, like that's what they say. And like I understand that because um he does some mad shit in here <laughs> like yeah i mean just in this rubbish. first episode he catches a fucking spell and dribbles it like a soccer ball which yeah. was like the funniest freaking thing like i laughed so hard seeing that i that was like my favorite part <laughs> like him just like taking it and just like look at those dribbling skills <laughs> yeah they're just like oh also like he rips a, the same guard shirt off twice <laughs> such a good fucking bit because he like spills his cream because it's really good because mash is also super apologetic so anytime somebody even remotely gets onto him he's like yeah you're right i'm sorry and even uh the his old dad. guy his dad is like i can't stay mad at you yeah he was like okay. i expected so much worse from a teenager and he was like you're a godsend so well tempered his dad and him are so funny and i love them i yeah it's a great dynamic and like I will say, like there was an emotional part too. Whenever his like, so in this we get some pretty heavy stuff. His dad again, he can use magic, but he was ostracized because the family that comes from is like very prestigious, but his magic wasn't as strong as the rest of the family. So they kind of viewed him as nothing. And then it got to the point to where he almost committed suicide. Yeah, <laughs> like, and until he found Mash abandoned as a baby. 
And so he just decided to raise him. And it's so nice. And then whenever they all he um, he's almost like the uh, the police. Uh, so there's a part in there where the police are trying to find them because, again, they don't give you people uh, who don't have marks. Everybody who does magic has marks um, on their face. If they don't do magic, then they kind of like disc they discriminate against them. So they're hunting him and, you know, they're going to they're prepared to kill this old man and imprison this boy. And, you know, the father's like screaming to mash, like, run, like, run, 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 you know, get out of here. It's, it's very, it's very well done uh, voice acting wise as well. I, I really like that. Um, yeah. But like back to funny shit, though. Like every time he would do something, the, the father is just like, "Oh my god!" Like <laughs> such such a good boy. Yeah, he like is. he's stupid. Yeah, yeah, Mash is very much like no thoughts, just muscle. Like, and I'm sure we'll see like better examples of that as the show goes on. But one thing Winslow was going on is this show can like balance between like the serious emotional hit of like, oh his adoptive dad almost kills himself and his adoptive dad getting the shit beaten out of them to protect himself too. Even during the fight scene, like mash catching the spell and dribbling it like a soccer ball. And they're like, Oh my God, so cool. Uh, so <laughs> it, 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 it's a very good balancing act between serious moments and funny stuff. And I realize that will not be everybody's cup of tea because people usually want one or the other in any given show. But I, I think this show does it better than most examples I've seen. Uh, again, I keep wanting to compare it to Bobo Bo, um, just with the humor and like, because the crate, the, the thing they do when a character has like a crazy over the top reaction is like this super hyper stylized single shot of their face, which again, reminds me of Bobo Bo so much. And I, again, th that's the best compliment I can give to an anime is comparing it to Bubba Bo because it's one of my favorite shows ever. But it, it, I can see where this won't be everybody's cup of tea. Personally, for me, I'm fucking in it. Yeah, it's I'm my cup of tea. Yeah, it, it it is. I think all three of our cup of tea, but especially, oh, yeah. you know, whatever. Especially but, Cole because he loves Harry Potter. Yeah, oh, cool. no. But also, if you've been somebody that's been disenfranchised by Harry Potter due to their extremely hateful and sinister and evil creator, maybe this will kind of fill because this is kind of like Harry Potter parody. Like it's making fun of magic. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Is, is what this show is. And I, I think it's going to do very. I forget how new it is. This the manga didn't start till 2020. Oh yeah, like yeah, this I whole thing like has had or something like that. Mm -mm, this whole show has had its run, essentially like during like it got super popular during lockdown. Yeah, it uh, been ser serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump magazine since January 2020. Sheesh. Yeah, and it's already 16 volumes as of April 2023. Damn, putting in that work. Yeah, I mean, God, that ha that has to be weekly. Yeah, like, it is without mi without missing any. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to keep up with it. I think Mashal will be a week to week for me, just because it definitely it seems like something. It seems like something I can put on, and honestly, Riley will like to watch. <laughs> so that's what I'm hoping for. Is like this be her like anime gateway drug, and I'm really hoping that she'll get into this and be like, you know what? 
Watch Evangelion. Let's go see. Let's go see uh, Evangelion again. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say Evangelion 3.1 plus 1.1. That was her gateway drug. Did she understand it? No. No. Did she, get kind of did she like it? it? Not really. No. I, did, was she disturbed by it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did she come out of the theater saying, what the fuck did we just watch for three hours? Absolutely. Yes. Did she say, I can't pick what movie we watch next year for my birthday? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But uh... <laughs> did we try to explain it to what was happening and we it just didn't work yeah did she lean over to me and ask me why shinji was crying so much yes could i answer her no wow because tanner was crying <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was crying at the same time um but yeah so I, I, i'm super excited for mashable this had been probably my most anticipated show of the season uh new show of the season but that has since changed but this is still going in the weekly lineup yeah I, me, I was very oh. uh, Okay. Let's both talk at the same time. I think it'd be uh okay, okay. quicker. So the I thought it was for me, I, I was can't very do this. my brain would this. fucking explode. <laughs> I, I was ready to do this. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, wow, my brain is gonna explode. You go first. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go first. No. Why yeah, you what you don't know is Colton Winslow are sitting right by each other, uh giggling. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, you go first. All right, I'll go. Uh, for me, Mashal, the, uh, I heard the manga was funny, but I didn't really expect anything too great from the anime just because I thought it'd just be another like fun comedy thing uh, with no like special animation. But I was a little wrong. I, I, I enjoyed this fairly well, and the premise and the comedy in it was so good that I don't know if I'll keep up with the anime but I'm thinking I might start reading it in the Shonen Jump app because I really found it entertaining. Wow. That's actually the complete opposite for me. Cause I was going to say like, so I've been hearing good things about the, the manga and I was like, okay, okay. But then I heard about the anime. I'm like, Oh, well, I'm going to watch the anime then. And then after seeing it, but I was like, I was like, well, you know, I don't know how much I really expect from it. Cause it looks like, you know, it, it seems fun. Um, it looks very like, okay, it could be very just like generic or whatever. Cause you know, Shonen, Shonen app or not Shonen app, uh, Shonen manga with uh, overpowered uh, protagonists and funny bits. You know, that's, I mean, that's not too, un that's not too uh, uncommon, but um, after watching this, I'm like, I'm very interested. So I'm, I might just keep up with the anime and just, just not really touch the manga. Um, it was really though. It was the, the soccer dribbling that sold me. <laughs> like I, I cannot stress how I thought how fucking funny that was. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, Cole. I'm, I mean, obviously, Cole is like the the huge manga reader of the group. So like, but I'm I'm interested that this show was the one that was like, you know what? I'm going to read the manga because I feel like this works so much better visually as animation. Well, Just I don't, I don't know, because there's been some anime I've watched where I loved it so much. I was like, I have to read the manga now and keep up with both. That, oh, that's yeah, my, that's been me. I don't know about Colt, but I kind of get it. But you can explain yourself, Colt. For me, it's not so much that. Uh, one's better than the other. It's more so time. I've got so many things I want to do. I can read way quicker than I can watch. A twenty-minute thing, like That's I can fair. read through like ten chapters True. in ten minutes, so we're good. Wow, <laughs> I I don't believe that, but I, I think we all give Mashal yeah. our stamp of approval one way yeah. or another. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I want to try the cream puff thing. Oh man, those cream puffs did look good. I will say the the cream puffs were maybe the best animated thing in the show. Oh my god! Okay, actually, the ending where they did the dance, chocolate. That was great. (laughs) Yeah, cream puff funk is the English name of that song. Oh god, that's awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, gee. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm just gonna say this: not a spoiler for any of the shows. Openings this season, all fucking bangers. True. Yeah. True. True. All right. Are we ready for our next show? Sir, yes, sir. All right. Up next, uh, probably a lot of people's most anticipated show of the season. Maybe, probably one of the most anticipated shows of the whole year. We have Hell's Paradise, uh, Jiko Kuraku. I probably butchered that, but you know, you no, got I mean, it pretty it's, good. It's, no, okay. it's G. Yeah, it's Jigoku Raku. Okay. Um, if you don't know, Hell's Paradise, extremely popular manga of the last couple of years. And that well, you know, it ended a couple of years ago. No, but, it ended uh, very recently. No, it ended recently. Did it? Like last year. Oh, I thought mm. it ended in 21. Yeah, it ended in 2021. Okay. When you said couple, like, I was thinking you're like 2018. No, it well, started well, in 20. It had a three year run. It went from tw- January 22nd, 2018 to January okay. 25th, 2021. Okay, no, if Tanner says a couple, a couple means two. Tanner's right, couple. That's still recent, but that, that's what couple means, too. Yeah, please don't make fun of me, Cole. I'm trying. I also okay. think couple can mean. Nope. Couple don't cannot mean anything but two. It cannot mean anything but I've two. I've heard it used in other situations. Then they're wrong, too. Yeah, they're wrong. Because my dad did the same thing the other day, and I literally said to you, that's 10. That's 10. Not a couple. That's 10. <laughs> 10 is not a couple. That's not I a couple. I would not use it in that situation, though. Okay, okay name a situation you would use it in. Three to four. That's a few. That's a few. Oh, my God. You say that's you're a few. so fucking. Go wear your reading glasses that are not even your prescription. If four people were involved in a relationship together, would you call the four of them collectively a couple? You would not call them a couple. I'd call them a polycule. It's not a couple. <laughs> yeah, because it's a very specific thing. They're a polycule. Okay. Okay, but a couple. When you refer to a couple, that also means two in relationships. What if you saw a, a four dogs running down the road? Do you what call them you, a couple of dogs? How many? You wouldn't say. Look at those couple of dogs. You say, man, that's a lot of dogs. Or that. Look at those four dogs. I yeah. start chasing them. I wouldn't say anything. Or how many dogs was that? I don't know. A few. Yeah. You would say a couple or three or four. A couple cannot mean anything else. That's like when you say a century, century can only refer to a hundred years. Oh, yeah. So I'd probably say a couple dogs. Yeah. I'd probably say a couple dogs because it doesn't matter in that situation because I'm just talking about a few dogs go down the street. But if it's like a very specific thing, listen, 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 no, 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 you're the one that called Tanner out on this. You called Tanner out on this and you're wrong. Let me explain. Let me explain. All right. If it was a police situation where those dogs murdered someone, I'd say there were four dogs. But if it's like a nonchalant thing that doesn't matter, I'll say sure it was a couple dogs. God, your brain. Because <laughs> like gotta, me remembering I, the amount doesn't really fucking matter. Well, I mean, no, no but that, that, that's not the basis us. of the argument. Yeah, that's not the basis of the argument. 
Okay, anyways, Hell's Paradise. <laughs> um, let's see. So, I, I mean, again, at, like I said, one of the most anticipated shows of the season, probably one of the most anticipated shows of the whole year. Super successful, super popular manga. MAPPA is doing the anime adaptation, so it already has that extra bit of hype uh, around it. But uh, essentially, just to give like a basic overview, is uh, our main character, Gabimaru, is on... Is he technically on death row, or is he just being he's executed? On, no, he's if you're about if you're going to be executed, that means you're on death row. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't he's know if sense. it was just for fun. No, no, you're. Yeah. Okay. So Gabamaru is about to be executed. He's on death row. Uh, they try to kill him in all these ways, and they just can't kill him uh, because he's had like this insane ninja training. And eventually, they try to get an executioner to kill him and he's like oh wait i don't want to die so they fight a little bit but then it goes on to like okay we won't kill you but you have to go to this island and get the elixir for immortality for uh the shogun yeah that's uh the first episode pretty much yeah i mean that <laughs> the first now. episode is definitely laying the groundwork for oh yeah the show yeah but i mean after that it just it pops off like second episode. I know what happens. It it just pops off from there. Like has they, anybody read it? I've read yeah, all of it. I I read the first two volumes. Okay. Which by the way, if you want to see, so if you want to see my review of the first two volumes, they're not he spoiler heavy or anything. I just cover some base stuff about it and what I thought. Um, you can go to my uh bookstagram at Winslow Banters to check that out if you want to. Hey, we'll link we'll link it in the description. I will say, as someone that's read all the manga with the first episode, there was a few moments where I was disappointed because I felt like the art in the manga was just way better than what we got in the animation. Specifically, whenever he was killing all those people and uh, whenever he goes in Ninpo. Because when he goes in Ninpo in the manga, it's fucking peak art right there. Yeah, I I will say like don't get me wrong, this anime is gonna pop off. I believe. Oh, I do yeah. think that they kind yeah. of like they kind of took some elements away from us, like Colt said, with like him, um, like the debt, like the um, some of the gruesomeness, and also to, um, the ninjutsu. Um, now to be fair, there is uh a lot of gruesome stuff in here, so I guess content warning for that. Um. Basically, murder, beheading, murder, beheading, all the bads, uh, fire <laughs> being burned. Uh, yeah, alive. all that's in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, um, but for the most part, I mean, they capture the essence of, uh, that early that first chapter right right in there in the first episode. So, and we haven't even seen the best characters yet. That is true. Um, well, I don't know. I really. Gabi Maru, just from just even from the first two volumes that I've read and from this episode, Gabi Maru and Sigiri are like. Probably my two favorite. Um, Gabi Maro. Uh, so it's revealed. So the entire time he's he's being executed, like Tanner said, he had like some really good ninja training. And it's like, oh, man, why can't I die? I just want to die. But Sagiri, because um, she's there to interview him, uh, she learns and finds out that, you know, he doesn't he actually doesn't want to die. He's been resisting the entire time. Um, and the reason being is that he uh, he's a wife guy. He yeah, yeah. he's a hardcore wife guy. He, he, he just like me. 
I mean, like he loves his wife. And I think that's like, that's also too, what really like set this apart from other, um, show. Well, it's not shown in because what is it? Yeah, it's Sanin. Uh, but usually people include it. I, I've said this in my review. People include it in the kind of realm of the horror action manga being uh, Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, and Hell's Paradise as being the top four like horror action. I think it's like called a. I think I said in my review. I, I had to look this up. What like instead of like what's above a trifecta, and it's like a a super effecta super effecta something like yeah. that well th- and this um hell's paradise chainsaw man and jujutsu kaisen are also pretty commonly referred to as the uh the dark trio like it's supposed to, or like the dark big three because like they're obviously darker than the the sh- traditional shonen big three and obviously these aren't all shonen but people just refer to these those three manga as like these are the three things you need to have to read. And I guess now watch to really just get where the anime industry is now. Yeah. And, and and yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, he, he, um, it's very, it's very sweet, very lovable, very like endearing because it's got, because I mean, he, um, he, he, he's a death row criminal being thrown into a battle royale between um a bunch of other criminals and an island that wants to kill them because uh you know right off the bat too we learn about um you know obviously the name of the manga is hell's paradise they have found what they believe to be the promised land or heaven um but it is uh it is not it's anything but anything but because people who have went there have never returned except for their bodies which are covered and have grown flowers out of them so you know it's it's extremely extremely dangerous and it's really it's really fascinating too it's also beyond the ryuku islands uh so it's it's far um but yeah it's so i can't say too much because there's so much stuff after the first episode that is like I said, is I've learned it's so fascinating. It's so cool, especially with the action, um, and then like just the historical stuff too. Um, Sigiri, she like uh, she is from a clan of executioners and sword testers. That's really interesting as well. Um, she's the only one who could execute Gabimaro, um, and we see that in there showing her skill. Um, yeah, it, it's a it's a good it's a good first episode, you know, and. Um, it's just only gonna, it's gonna, I think it's only gonna pop off from there, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll be keeping up with it purely because I, I really like the manga and I want to see how they do it. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be keeping up with it just because, like, again, I mean, honestly, it's a case of FOMO. I don't want to miss out on it. Like, it's, it's kind of why I read Chainsaw Man before the anime came out, and, like, Jujutsu Kaisen was totally on accident on my part. Um, but it's definitely, like, something I am I want to be a part of. Like, it's because it, I think this show has a lot of potential to get pretty popular um, yeah. in the West. So I, I, I would like to, you know, I want to be included on the in the jokes. But also, it just legitimately looks really good, and I have been interested in reading it. But once the show got announced, I was like, uh, oh, I'll watch the anime. Well, now I will say this. I will probably, I will probably read it as, 
as well as watch the anime just because I'm so invested in the story. I, I don't think I can hold off on it. And also, too, I want to talk about it with Colt since he's finished it. So I, yeah. I will probably keep up with both. Um, but yeah. How, how long is it, Colt? 13 volumes. So not, it's that, not long. that long. Yeah. So what? Probably under 100 chapters. Uh, I think it's a little over. It's a little over. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, y'all want to take a quick little breaky before we come back and talk about uh, our big three? three? Yeah. All right. I don't know why Colt yelled. I didn't. So he did. Okay, we'll be right back. Oh my god. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Redco. Thank you. Hey yo, it's your fave podcast host back in the Ricka Ricka house. And we've got a sick deal for all you fashion forward listeners out there. Yo, what's up guys? I heard you talk about some fresh threads. Oh yeah, we have a third host now for this. You got it, homie. Rad that hyphen go.net is the place to be for all your t-shirt needs. You need some threads for that hot bod. Absolutely. That ripping sick ass body. You need some stuff to cover it up because nobody wants to see you naked. They've got the coolest stuff ranging from Southern Gothic inspired designs to social activism and some that are just straight up silly. Bitch. Oh, that word. was a lot. <laughs> what are you, a rock monster? <laughs> Oh, word, I need some... God damn it. <laughs> oh, word, I need to copy some of these seeds like yesterday. Yes, you do! And as a special offer for our podcast listeners, use the code, all caps, one word, A-Y-C-H-2-3 at checkout for a 10% discount on your first order. It's the total order, and it's one fucking word. Sorry, it's one Stop word. Stop cussing! It's one freaking word! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all saying, Ed. Blur that out. <laughs> uh, God damn it, we're getting paid for this. Don't miss out on the opportunity to upgrade your swag game, peeps. Yeah, you only got sleeping with basic threads. So hit up radco.net right now. That's rad-co.net. Hyphen. It's a hyphen. I'll play with you later, boss. Put in the AYCH23 discount code and let's get our fashion game on point, fam. Wicka woo! And remember, stay true to yourself and keep it 100. Yo! Wicka 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 Woo woo woo! <laughs> it's just noise. <laughs> We're back, everybody. This is the second part of this anime stuff. Wenzel, I'm so glad you volunteered to bring us back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. You got nervous. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. It's his first podcast. Please be easy on him. Um, you know, you know how it goes. Those first podcast jitters. Yeah, welcome back to anime. We're going to be talking about more anime. We got three more. Three left. Three. Final. Final three. 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 Trifecta. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't say trifecta like that. I. What? I, when I say trifecta, I mean seven. Man. Obviously, when referring to three, just like we had the conversation, two's a couple, 
couples two, you have to refer to it as a thruple. No, it's a polycule. We what? We got a thruple. <laughs> we got a thruple of anime to bring to you. <laughs> uh, starting off with the show stuck in <laughs> Disney jail. Yeah, <laughs> not anymore. Actually, actually, I was on Hulu last night. I was going to bed, and I was thinking, like, what's on here? Before I jumped into my Pin Fifteen show because I really like the show. It's funny. Uh, it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. It's well, about under its Japanese name, which is like Tengoku something. I can't remember. Tengoku uh, Daimako. Yes, Daimako. Okay. Okay. Well, it's on Hulu now. In every other country in the world, I believe it's on Disney Plus, though. Pretty much. I don't know why. Uh, but we're talking Heavenly Delusion. Yep. Heavenly Delusion. Uh, uh, also, we'll give a heads up that this first episode. Never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to say I was going to say it's a double it's a double length, but it wasn't. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, it's so it would it would I mean, it would line up so perfectly. If there was like a third double length episode since there's yeah. two on here. Or I think it'd be funny if we just lied about it. Just like made up shit. <laughs> we just tell everybody. I mean, we can, we can say that. I mean, there's nothing. It's an hour and 45 minutes. There's nothing wrong with us lying. Uh, and uh, it's oh. apparently about Jesus coming down to Japan and walking around with a laser pistol. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, and then that and that's when it turns out all of Christianity was wrong. That's why it's called Heavenly Delusion. I don't think that's far off from what the show's actually about. And that Jesus actually agreed with Adolf Hitler. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Our next anime. <laughs> Cole, you know how we've had that talk where you need a, to just take a second to think in your head before we say things out loud? Oh, no. No, 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 no. If I don't let the thoughts out, they cook and turn into even worse thoughts. What's worse than what you just said? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want them to cook. <laughs> Okay. Do, do, do not let this man cook. That's fair. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Heavenly Delusion. Yeah, we should actually tell what it's about. Is an anime. It's not an hour and 45 minutes. It's only no, 20 something minutes. It's, yeah, it's just a regular episode, first episode. Uh, the Earth, something happened. Um, there was some kind of catastrophe or disaster. So now the Earth, uh, I say the Earth, uh, we don't know, but. Japan, as far as we can tell, is like a wasteland. It's decrepit, abandoned, like um, people are f spread out, like machines don't work, whatever. Um, so we follow uh, there. There's this also this separate compound that we see with all these very pristine, very nice, very advanced technology. There's children, they're learning. Um, but then there's like a very eerie kind of feel to it. Very, you know, very much kind of like. Well, are they kept here against their will? Do they know what's happening? Like, is this like a promised Neverland situation or or something? Like, what's going on? Um, because we see we've seen the inside of this place and then we see the outside. So there's the children that are in this compound, and then we follow, um, I, I, not children, but like basically one teenager and one adult as they are making their way, um, 
through Japan to a specific destination. Um, the girl is named Kiriko, and the boy, I can't remember the boy's name. Sam, I remember the boy's name. Boy. No, boy. I can't remember. Uh, Maru. Maru. Um, and yeah, and this girl, Kiriko, has to um, take Maru to a specific location. This is her job. She's his bodyguard. And uh, also in this world, there's monsters. That's kind of the gist, I guess. For some reason, I like I lost my train of thought of like, well, how do how do I how do I summarize this? Because there is something in this first episode. Tanner Colt knows it because I explained it to him. But there is something that's very off, and you and you notice it if you know what I'm talking about. There's something very off in this first episode, and when you find out, kind of, they they don't. I don't know how much they core because. I don't know if it's ever addressed later, but you know that it correlates with something that happens and that is told in the second episode. That's like, what the fuck? What? So. It, it, I honestly think this show, based on what y'all have told me about the second episode, which is that there is a huge like, what the fuck in the second episode? It's not necessarily a huge what the fuck in the second episode. It's something like you realize what's happening. You realize but what's Wenzel happening. Wenzel got the huge what the fuck because he I got, because spoiled himself by reading something that was not spoilers, but it was spoilers. Uh. Yeah. So basically, what I did was I was like, I was like, that's weird. I kind of want to know what's going on with that because this show seems fairly interesting, but it's it's getting kind of weird. So I wanted to see what that was about. Um, so I went to something that was literally, it was only anime. It's only about the first two episodes. Like, it, sorry, not, it's not about the first two episodes. It doesn't address, it, it is only contains stuff about the anime, which the anime has only been out literally for two episodes. And there's nothing else about the manga. And then immediately it gives away something that happens. And it's just, it, it considers it like, oh, this is not a spoiler. This is part of the story, blah, 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 blah. And that's it. And then I was like, I was like, is this true? So I just went to the Wikipedia page for it again, just for the anime. And it's there, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so don't look the show up. <laughs> is what we've learned. basically. Yeah. Don't be curious about anything online. But I, I will say so just so animation wise gorgeous fucking show it's very oh, yeah. pretty. A little very super pretty. super good super clean um the, there's a fight scene in the first episode that involves maru doing some hand-to-hand combat with a couple of uh older hooligans and uh, it's very well choreographed it's awesome and then the girl pulls out a laser pistol not a yeah, bit that's <laughs> real that did happen yeah that's there really is cool. an actual laser pistol in the show colt was not lying about that part <laughs> it was pretty interesting cool. To me, because watching the show, I, just with the opening scene, and I can't help but to compare it to it, it's Promise Neverland vibes. Yeah. I, uh, just just that opening scene. Just that opening scene. Well, I, I get what he's saying, because the opening scene is like, we have these kids in this compound, and it definitely, yeah, feels, yeah. It definitely at first, I should say at first, if yes. it was Promise Neverland. Yes. But the kids know more than the kids in Promise Neverland know. And then also, too, it's at the very end of the episode where I guess the, per the director who runs this compound just tells one of the girls, like, yeah, 
there's some crazy shit outside. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, outside is hell. No, you are lucky to be like, in that's here. not even a bit. They literally say outside is hell full of monsters. Yeah. And we get this in promise never land there. You know, they, they say that there's, they're it there's no outside or anything yeah they, they say there's nothing out there or they just don't tell them or sorry the kids don't get old enough to be that inquisitive or that like you know that curious they yeah they're basically they're fucking food yeah because they're basically groomed and sorry uh, they're basically raised up to basically be to be like that and to they're never really given the means to be like oh what's you know what's out there, whatever. They're never, they're never get to that point. They they die so young. Yep. That's but that's Promise Neverland, and here that's not that. Uh, yeah, th this <laughs> isn't that. But like, I can definitely see if you if you're the type of person that turns on the show and you see something, you're like, oh, fucking bullshit. Just please give it a minute because it is not Promise Neverland at all. No, Our main no. protagonists are much older. Um, yeah, Maru is fifteen, and the and then the girl, girl is said to be. Between Any, 18 and 20? Yeah. 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 She doesn't, she's not good with numbers. Uh, there, also, there's some funny bits in here, too. Um, also, yeah, the that, kids in the compound, they are, let's just say, um, elites in the human, or genetically, something is different. Oh, yeah, because... Just one, from the actions that they do inside. Some, yeah, the they, they yeah. do certain things that kind of give you an idea of, like, okay, there's something going on with these children, because, like, there's this one kid, he's very much into art, but he draws a fish with multiple hands. Which looks kinda, fun. It looks fun, but it's eerie. There's another kid who uh, kicks a ball super far and is able to catch up with it, like, instantaneously, almost. Um, there's one girl who's very, kind of, like, has premonitions. Um, and one of the girls looks like our uh, male lead character, Maru, which is like, hmm, because Maru is all, uh, these men think that Maru is a girl when he's not. So that kind of that's kind of a hint there, I think, that maybe there's something, you know. And another girl had cat ears. Which is the biggest form of genetic modification we as the human race can yep. handle. Yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to think because I don't. I don't want to, well, I mean, obviously we're just talking about the first episode, but so I'll be, I won't lie. I was a little lukewarm on it until the end of the first episode. And th the end of the first episode is made is what made me want to watch more. So essentially at the end of the first episode, they're staying at this little inn and the, the innkeeper, the shopkeeper, whatever you want to call them, is like laying with a rifle and this like crazy looking demon that kind of looks like a weird crow until it opens its mouth and it has this weird fucking face yeah comes down from the sky and it's almost it seems like bargaining may be taking place we don't know because that's where the episode ends yeah but yeah that's what made me want to watch this show i'm like okay because like i've seen plenty of posts you know apocalypse adventures like i i've seen that story told and, e and even ones with monsters I've seen told, but it definitely seems like this show, it, at least judging from just the first episode, has a hook that most of or not any of these other shows have, and I'm curious to find out what it is. Yeah, I, I agree. Because like at first, I was like, okay, this seems kind of fun. Where will this go? Because the kids also, too, like they, they're, they made it very abundantly clear that they, that they don't be out at night. They're inside, they're indoors at night, they go to bed, they sleep. 
um, they're relatively safe because there's like storm clouds and thunder and it's just it's crazy and then um same thing with in where it's revealed that there's monsters called man eaters and the kids are like oh you know we we can kill it for you if you you know if you want us to like we that's what we're that's what we do or whatever um the the girl at least she says that they can do that the girl takes she says she takes odd jobs and her job this time is to be a bodyguard for this boy um but like tanner said you know we we've kind of like seen this creature around the uh a little bit uh it comes out at night and it looks like basically like it's it looks like it has four legs it's like a decapitated crow and you can see it but it has these very thin hair-like tentacles and its head it's so creepy it even makes a sound at the very end that like even though my volume wasn't turned up high it like it like echoed in my ear it was so high-pitched it was really cool I'm very interested because also to the innkeeper, she seemed normal and nice. Like you never really give, you're not really given any suspicion literally until they say that they can kill the man eater. And then she kind of just leaves the food boiling on her counter. And like, she grabs at her knife. Yeah. Like it's very weird. Um, which was like, I was like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> what are your thoughts, Colt? I, I immediately watched the second episode right after I finished the first one because I was very curious about what happened next. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I think, like, I don't know if I'll continue to keep watching it week to week, but I definitely want to catch the next few episodes to see how I really feel about it. Because I enjoyed what I saw in the first two, but I'm not, like, hooked. Hooked. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that that that's a like I'm interested in the second episode, but the second episode is going to have to hook me. I I, I don't unless this has some sort of fucking crazy twist. I don't see it becoming week to week for me, but it's definitely a show. It seems like some of the shows that have come out, especially in the last two or three years, um that people are like, oh, this is really good. Oh, this is really good. And it just seems like it's going to have a disappointing ending. I don't know why. It's giving me like the same, I don't want to say artsy, but like it's a show kind of about nothing, but it sa says what you need to know. Um, but I'm referencing? interested. Uh, just, there's been several different shows that have come out in the last couple. Uh, Wonder Egg Priority is the one I always like kind of draw back on. Is like it was good up until it wasn't. I didn't continue that, so I don't know. It's um, on my backlog. <laughs> I mean, and it's real. I still think it's worth watching. It's just like, eh. But anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that the, the shows like that, like, but I I am interested to see where this goes. I, I think solely just because of the two our two protagonists and like the animation style i'll give it a, another shot but i need something in the next episode or two to really like hook my or sink my teeth into see i really wish you had seen the second episode because i like this thing that like i got spoiled for i really want to talk about because it's so it, it's so bizarre like i don't like it's so weird um I don't know how to like because now to be fair, a lot of, you know, a lot of, um, 
you know, anime shonen specifically will always have like weird, you know, weird tropes or fan service or stuff like that. So it's not like it's not like it's too bizarre or too off putting. But like, I'm just like, that's also what makes me like curious about like, well, like, where does this go exactly with the show uh, with the story? So, yeah. I know I'm I'm saying a lot and not giving anything away. I just can't can't talk yeah. about it. You know, this is the first episode review. Just based on the first but based on the first episode, I think we can all say oh. that the end of the first episode will probably make you want to watch the second episode. Yeah. Now, where that second episode will leave you, I, I can't say cuz I haven't seen it yet. Oh, but- oh, wait. I could probably say now there is something so uh Something happens, like I said, something happens in the first episode. That's the reason why I went kind of to see what was that about. Can I say what that was? Yeah, oh, yeah, go for yeah, it. It's first episode. episode, yeah. Yeah, okay. So the first thing, so the thing I'm talking about, it's like very, it's like close towards the end. It's where Kiriko goes to kiss herself in the mirror. <laughs> She's going to make out with herself in the mirror. Can't really go into anything other than that. Other than that. if you say anything else, it's spoiling. <laughs> But if you're like Winslow and that got that you made curious, you Google uh, kissing in the mirror stuff. <laughs> I I thought it was just I don't know something about it. I was like that is like something about it. I was like that's kind of weird. I will I say the scene the scene was framed as weird because it also plays like eerie music during it as well. Yeah, and, um, and it's like framed in a really weird way. So I know I I definitely agree with that. Now it, it's kind of played off too for comedy because yes. um the innkeeper kind of walks in on her and she's like ah nothing nothing's happening nothing's going on but then it was like I don't know something it was just like my <laughs> like I don't know it, it was just you've bizarre. done this before made out with myself in the mirror mm. just say yes or no Winslow <laughs> <laughs> I have spider sense. What? I have a spidey sense. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> answering the question. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 no. No, you're not oh, answering the question. Man. Okay. No, no, no to the question. Okay. Yeah. No, you're not answering the question. We got it. Okay. <laughs> Anything uh, else next. to say about this? Oh, uh, oh do we get a recommendation or I guess to start off first episode? Uh, for me, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. I, I yeah, I, it's I, worth I say check. check. Yeah, I, I, I would out. say check. I, I would say check it out. Um, again, I, I think I think this is going to be a show you're going to be able to tell you like within the first two episodes. Yeah. So I I don't think it's going to be like a whole season commitment, and then you get to the end, you're like, oh well, fuck, that sucked. Um, I think you're going to be able to tell really quickly. So I I would like to watch the second episode and and decide, but the first episode got me curious enough where I will continue it. For now. All right. All right. We want to get into what next? Well, yeah. what, yeah. and what next? Yeah, I think we should. I think we need to. This is something that's a long time returning series. Something that once we when it first came out, we loved it. We thought it was a banger. And let me tell you, it turned into one of the biggest manga slash anime of all time. Let's just say first form podcast breathing first form let's talk about demon slayer to the swordsmith village yes, season sir. three uh season three so i uh, also will preface to say even if for some reason if you haven't watched this yet 
but you saw the little movie that they released in theaters in the last month or two. You've seen this first episode. Yes. <laughs> you just saw it in the theater. But um, this is a double-length episode. It's 45 minutes. Spoilers. Uh, Spoilers for Demon yeah, Slayer. Yeah, should say. Oh, yeah. And again, there will be timestamps, so don't don't fret too much. But spoilers for seasons one, Mugen Train, and season two of Demon Slayer ahead. Not full, se- not full series spoilers. Just talking about it in the context of this first episode of yeah. season three. We're just assuming yep. you already know about those. Yeah, yes. I mean it's it's literally the biggest anime in the world. Right now, as far as popularity goes, uh, if you count the West as well, b- biggest anime in the world. So, if you haven't seen it by this point, Wenzel, you know. <laughs> what if I told you I didn't watch anything? Shit or get off the fucking pot. <laughs> well, what if I told you I shit and I didn't get off the pot? Oh. No. You look just like sitting in it? Yeah. Marinating? I don't think he's sitting in the fucking toilet, Colt. I know, but you're marinating in the stench. Yes. The skin off my ass has fallen off. Listen, ball, sometimes ball. you lose track of playing Marvel Snap on the toilet. I've never got that. I don't understand people like letting the poop dry up on their booty hole. I, I poop and get off immediately. I'm not. Well, no, you can poop. You can poop and and wipe and still sit on, on the toilet. Oh, it sounds like you just don't want to go back to work. <laughs> Who said I did this at work? Oh, fuck. Uh oh. Cut, cut, cut. Um, Wenzel, you want to dive into it Uh, as being the the Demon Slayer newcomer, relatively speaking? Uh, Uh, you want to take us through it? (laughs) Yeah, sure, I can. Uh, should I just. I guess I'll give you a base synopsis, basically, of this first episode. So, first off, we're given a little reminder of, like, okay, this takes place after. Season two, of course, with it ends with, you know, them defeating Upper Sixes, Gyotaro and Daki, Sound Hashira retiring, all that. Um, Then we go right into. We go, yeah, we go right into um, the tease at the very end of the season, which was uh, Akaza being called to the Infinity Castle. All of the Upper Moon have been called to the Infinity Castle. This is where we get the full reveal lineup of the Upper Moons. Uh, we get Upper Moons literally f- from 5 to 1. Uh, Upper Moon 5 is Gyoko. Upper Moon 4 is Han Tengu. Upper Moon 3, Akaza. Upper Moon 2, Doma. And Upper Moon 1, Kokushibu. Uh, Every and single we- one of them looks super interesting. Even All the of- ones like, with the big bulbous head thing. I feel like there's way more to him that we re- than we realize. Yeah, because you kind of get some you get a kind of a tease in the intro which we do get the opening at the very end of the episode super sick but we'll talk about that later and it, yeah yeah we'll yep. but yeah um we uh gyoko and kokushibu are probably my two favorite designs because gyoko is literally a character that i would have drawn um he literally his eyes so one of his eyes is in his mouth his other eye is this is uh where his uh I guess you would say a third eye, an eye on his forehead, and then his eye, and where his eyes would actually be are actually two mouths. Really cool. He also has baby hands on his head. <laughs> so, and he comes out of a pot too. Um, and what from what we guess too, he's an artist. He makes uh, he makes pottery. Um, pretty crazy. What a loser. Uh, and uh, and then yeah, we get basically, um, Muzon telling them that Upper Moon Six was killed. 
uh, Muzon basically getting pissed about why, you know, why have they, why has this change come around? You know, why have they failed for so long? You know, uh, why have they found the blue spider lily? Why the Uba Yashiki family hasn't been destroyed? That's the family, um, the master of the Demon Slayer core. That's the people who lead it. Um, yeah. And, uh, and we get kind of that and we, um, we just kind of get introduced to uh, these characters and the situation, I guess. Uh, it's also revealed too by Han Tengu that um, that's been 113 years since they last met, which is also crazy. That's when, yeah, because they only meet when an upper an upper rank dies. Yeah, when when the when the ranks have changed, and that means that the ranks that was when Gyotaro became part of the uh, the upper rank. So that was 113 years ago. Also, too, should mention Han Tengu. Tengu is literally in his name. I assume he's going to turn into a bird or a goblin. <laughs> is that the dude that got his like fucking hell head ripped off? Not ripped off, but like smashed off by Akaza. No, no. that's uh, Doma. That was Doma. Yeah. Okay. okay. Which Doma was also teased in season two. He was the one that brought in Gyotaro, but at that time he was upper six and now he's upper two. Yeah. He climbs he's and he's teasing. He's one of the strongest fucking demons, which is crazy. Yeah. And has and been then, a demon for less time than Akaza. Yeah. And then also, too, we get a tease that he's the leader of a fucking cult. Yep. <laughs> which was like also crazy. Like, I was like, wow, never thought about that. <laughs> to like literally, yeah, you could do that. You could be the leader of a cult and be a god. Um, and also, too, okay. I so this whole scene, beautiful. Like this intro with Akaza, uh, I don't want to say descending because he descends, he ascends, he goes left to right uh, through the Infinity Castle. It's so sick. The animation, so gorgeous. Um, like, like what, like what are your guys' thoughts about this intro? It I is, think the int intro is busting. Uh, to be quick, but not no, it's really fucking good. It, it's insane how the quality has jumped even though i think the first season is still really good quality but you can really see the money coming through mm -hmm. uh with this newest season especially it just everything looks not animated and muzon at sequences. one point is using beakers and test tubes that look fucking real the yeah. pen the pen that he's writing with dude I want that pen. <laughs> it's some of the most insane. Never mind that this is fucking television. Like it doesn't have movie budget behind it, but you can definitely see where they're like, Hey, actually we made a fuck ton of money. Here <laughs> this is, is cinematic. A, here is a little bit of it. And they make it cinematic as shit. Cause this whole infinity castle part is essentially the first half of the, of the first episode. And like the, the castle looks amazing. The voice acting is on another level. There's tense moments. The sound design yes, is great. Sound design. Yes. I mean, it is insane. Like the amount of just production that went into this. And it's not even the movie. Like Colt said, like Demon Slayer has always been very stylish, has always looked good. Um, you know, harken back to really what popped it off in the West, which was episode 19 of season one. Um, with Tanjiro, you know, going fucking crazy beast. yeah going beast mode uh but like imagine if, if it was that level of animation for just like regular shit like yeah. it, 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 architecture it almost makes me scared what the fight scenes this season are going to look like because i think my eyes are going to melt 
I mean, did you not see what happened in season two? That's that shit Literally, was like I was gonna peak. say the the final fight between Gyotaro and Izui. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Is insane. It's like it's like literally like I would say probably just like episode nineteen of season one is probably the best episode. Oh yeah, no, it's season insane, crazy. and I think they're going to top it because I yeah because yeah, I think th th there's more money to use. Obviously, season two was already pretty much done by the time Mugen Train came out. Now they have that Mugen Train money, and it's blown up in the West. I really, really think that we're going to get something fucking crazy. Like I mean, I don't know what it's kind of like. You know, the first time you play, like, a, when you were a kid, you played a PlayStation 2 game, you're like, how can games look better than this? And that they do. And like, there's a PlayStation 5 now? <laughs> yeah, and, like, it, it's going to be like that, where we watch that, you know, the fight from the end of Season 2 or Episode 19, you're like, man, how does animation get better than this? And then they fucking do it. <laughs> and you're like, it, yeah. oh my god, yeah. Yeah, all, all of the upper moons, again... Those those eyes, man. Doma's eyes are probably the most beautiful. I would say that rainbow color. Yeah. Um, but he easily seems like the like he's upper two. Have a feeling he's like the nastiest bitch. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like he's gonna be the like end up being the strongest of them all. Because, well, I mean, upper one. <laughs> like, I I've, I don't know. I feel like he can do something. Okay, sure, but upper one is upper one for a reason. I, we'll talk about it, but uh, definitely don't. I mean, definitely Doma is not somebody to be taken lightly. Just from just because he's also upper two. Um, also too, there's a part in there where he said, Oh man, I'm so sorry, Muzan. Should I just rip out my eyeballs for you? And Muzan's like, I don't fucking need your eyeballs. No, he, he <laughs> actually says, What would I, I do with your wretched eyeballs? eyeballs? Yeah, no, that that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what he said. I just I just love it. I just love the vibe of Muzan's such a punk. Like, what's his yeah, he's deal, bro? Bitch. Yeah, what's his deal? Why is he always in such a bad mood? Why doesn't he go out during the day? You know, he it needs really a good, he needs to find a, and settle down with someone nice. Well, <laughs> he does have wives and yeah. he has children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's doing something. Um, you think we I, can set him up with someone from the church? Bro, I think you we got should. A, you got a, you got a niece. I'm pretending to be an old lady. Yeah, I didn't really get what kind of bit you were going. I don't know there. either. Okay, you don't um, understand, or you know the moments where it's like a thirty-year-old woman. It's it's a very easy trope in like rom coms Oh, I got. Oh no, I got this. Oh my goodness, I have a little. I have a niece who you would just love. Yeah, we're doing that for Muzan. Muzan. Yeah. Now keep in mind, this is a very fictional situation where I'm this eighty-year-old grandma with like a twenty-year. 30 something year old niece. Um, I do have a niece in real life. Uh, she is four. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Anyway, here's, here's my bit. Oh, what's your name, sweetie? Moosin? Oh, that's such a beautiful name. Is your name Moosin? He looks just like Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that bit. Um, anyway, yeah, so this was really sick. Uh, then we finally, like I said, Upper Moons, um, Upper Moon One, we get revealed. Um, he is this badass looking motherfucker with six eyes, just a cold ass stare. Oh my god, and it's very heavily implied that he was a demon slayer. Yep, because he, has... he looks like uh, 
we can go ahead and talk about this already. Okay, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to talk about the next scene because there's a next scene that plays into this, into a theory I'm going to talk about. So real quick, I'll say it real quick. So there's a next scene after everybody disappears and goes back to what the fuck they were doing. Uh, Yoko has a special mission with Han Tangu. Those are the two big upper moon baddies for the season. Um, so we get a scene where it's very, uh, very peaceful, very nice. Uh, we get this guy, the mysterious man we've been seeing for the past two seasons. He's holding a baby. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we, uh, so a man comes up to give him, you know, some drinks and food for for helping them, for protecting them, for kind of babysitting for them. Um, and then it's revealed that this man who uh, comes up is uh, that's his kid. That's his kid. Uh, he he. The guest is babysitting the mysterious man we've been seeing that Muzan is so afraid of. He's holding this other man's child. That's his child. So he takes back his kid, holding him, and this bait and this guy looks exactly like Tondro and has his uh, checkered Haori, I think it's what it's called, the green and black um, yep. jacket. And he's telling him, you know, um, oh, man, thank you so much. Uh, is there any way, you know, we can help you out or anything? And, you know, we get this really kind of deep talk where he's like, you know, uh, you're, uh, you, you think, the, the mysterious man is like, you think of me as being a special person, but I'm not. He keeps saying, or he says that I failed to do any, like I failed to do what I was supposed to. Uh, I'm, I am as worthless as my name is because this, this man um, who's insisting on helping uh, this swordsman because he has a sword, um, helping this mysterious swordsman because, um, you know, he protected them and he wants to spread his name or spread or do something because he has no heirs. No heirs. So, um, and this mysterious swordsman is also wearing the Hanafuda earrings that Tondra wears. Um, so it's like, and well, he has shit. the same tint of hair as Tondra as well. Same tint as hair, yep. but and we get a full face reveal too. Um, and he has the mark just like Tondra on his head. Um, yeah, and then this uh, this man and um, the man who's saying like asking him, pleading with him, like please, like let us let us pass on something for posterity, for you, for helping us, something. Um, but he, as, as that happening, it's like a really emotional scene where he's like, he's like, no, don't say that about yourself. Don't, don't say that. And then that's where we cut into Tondro awaking from his coma. It was basically a dream, but also a memory. Oh, and the man who, uh, looks like Tondro, his name is revealed to be Somoyoshi. So now we can go into what you were going to say, Colt. Essentially that the man that we've been seeing in the flashbacks whenever Tanjiro is doing his flame breathing, the person dancing sun breathing. with sun breathing with the dancing with the cool sword, a ceremonial sword and stuff uh, is m maybe not his dad, but maybe is his dad. Okay. So here's where I got to go into my theory. So buckle up, sit down. Theory right. time. Theory time. All right. So I've been so I've been curious. So since we're anime onlys, we have to be careful about the ground we walk, about where we tread, to not get spoiled. So I've been kind of going around, uh, seeing what people are saying, you know, seeing people's theories and stuff. And I just think it's so funny seeing people talk about this because at first it it's purposely done to be misleading. I get that, but it's so funny because everybody every time we've seen 
Somiyoshi now. We've seen this mysterious swordsman. Now we've seen Kokushibu. Everybody keeps saying, man, that's Tanjiro's dad. That is Tanjiro's dad. It's like, motherfuckers. Like, we don't, Tanjiro doesn't have four dads. Um, that's, it's not possible. Uh, so, so something that we've learned already, um, if you don't know, Tanjiro's dad, his name is Tanjiro, which is just Tanjiro, but with a U. So Tanjiro. Um, sorry, I said that kind of weird at first. Um, but yeah, and from just now that we have a full face reveal of this mysterious swordsman, that's not his dad. And then he also explicitly says he has no heirs. So that means they're not even blood related either. And so he just looks like his dad. He doesn't look like his dad. They have similar tint of hair, but notice too, hair and eye color and eyes are very important in Demon Slayer. And if you look at his and if you look at Tanjuro and this mysterious man, they have different eyes, they have different hair. Um, but they have the same birthmark. Well, barely. They barely had the same mark. Um, and even then, Somiyoshi, who we see there, doesn't have the mark. Only Tanjiro. And then Tanjiro gets the mark, but it's only because of it was just an accident. And then over time, it, it's altered itself, which is probably due to mystical reasons. Obviously, there's some supernatural elements, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um show's called fucking demon slayer <laughs> yeah um and then also too uh so we're so not only that too it's like explicitly stated that you know tanjiro comes from a long line of charcoal sellers and this and somiyoshi literally says that my family are tan like charcoal sellers so it's very clear and obvious that somiyoshi is more than likely an ancestor of chandro and also too something we've noticed is that again hair and eyes are very important Somiyoshi, Tanjiro, Tanjiro, they share they share the same not only tint but also uh, same kind of aesthetics of hair and eyes. Their eyes are very similar. This man, his eyes again, he doesn't like obviously he has pupils, but for this, but you know, design and artistically, he doesn't have pupils. It's just solid color. Um, so, um, yeah, and then also too, this man doesn't have the same haori as Tanjiro. Tanjiro has it was like an orange. I don't I can't remember if it was an orange checkered one. I don't want to look it up because I'm afraid of spoilers. Yeah, but just don't look up anything. His his Harari was completely different from this man. So again, they can't be related and he can't be his dad. And so yeah. And then now with this, it's like, okay, so this only more now. So now it's like since now we got this full this full scene. There should be little confusion, and if anything, more intrigue. Because now it's confirmed this man is not related to the Commodos. The only thing that he's done is he's given them their Hanafuda earrings, and he's passed on sun breathing. Which, I'm going to go ahead and make a guess that this man might be... I don't know if he might be the first Demon Slayer, but he, he might be the first Demon Slayer. Because in the opening, or not the opening... Yeah, maybe it was the opening. Yeah, the opening. It shows him at the very forefront, and then it shows all the demon slayers that come after him. So it's very clear that his like sun breathing and all the breathing styles come from sun breathing. So it's yeah. it's it's possible that he's the first one. But also too, it seems there are also people for my think that maybe him and Kokushibu are the same person that he became a demon. I don't think so. I'm gonna go ahead and make a guess that they're brothers. The reason why is that this swordsman said that he failed at doing something that was important. 
I think he failed at keeping his brother from turning into a demon. And that's who Kokushibu is because they have the same, again, they have the same markings. Their hairstyles are similar, but a little different. Um, but they're not the same person. Um, he has a purple uh, Harari, kind of checkered too. Um, also too, they have to be really old because they have no semblance of a Demon Slayer uniform and their swords. So the mysterious swordsman that we see with Somoyoshi, we see his sword. We get a good shot of it too. If you notice, it's very, the craftsmanship isn't bad, but it's very old, very not refined like the craftsmanship we have for the Demon Slayers now. I believe I that he's a- so- time that they met the uh together the demons the top five they last met a hundred and something years ago and uh when in that flashback i'm like can they alter the way they look to humans i can't remember because mm. if they can he can easily remove the eyes but if they can't that flashback's definitely way way older than uh tanjiro yeah i mean no, I, that's, that's what I, I yeah think. i think it's pretty implied that that flashback is a couple of hundred years before the current timeline i i that's what i was gonna say i was like i think this is a hundred maybe more because again like it just the sword the style of uniform everything just looks so like old and different like i i think it's hundreds upon hundreds of years mm-hmm. and um and again it can't like can't it can't be tondro's dad because also too like because people were all thinking oh maybe tondro's dad is kokushiba like no because then that would make tondro's dad 113 years old like that's not at least that's not possible (laughs) because he died and we know he died yeah and he died young so like that's not it's not that doesn't add up (laughs) like unless there's time travel there could be but i doubt it because they can't also bring back the dead anyway yeah so that's my theory i so i believe that this man is just somebody who was really cool really nice and possibly the first demon slayer um he passed on the the breathing into the hinoma kagura kaguri kagura um passed on his earrings uh him and kokushibu are brothers and um that's just how tanjiro and his family know sun breathing and have some connection to this man and the demon slayers. That's my theory. Hmm. Sorry. That's a lot. I didn't realize how long I was talking. I'm out of breath. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's definitely a good, because I think you're spot on with them being brothers just because I mean, in everything ever, if there's something to do with the sun, there's also something to do with the moon. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, was like, there is probably some sort of moon breathing or something similar, and I bet Koku Shibe I, I didn't think about that. May may have something again. I have not read the Demon Slayer manga uh at all. This is all guesswork, but I I really like your theory, and I and I think it will come down to a, a showdown between you know sun breathing versus moon breathing and we'll get some really cool fucking and, flashbacks i'm sure it'll and, go fucking dummy and also too kokushubu can't be this mysterious swordsman because every time we hear about muzan talking about how fucking scared he is of this guy you know he's trembling pissed off but when he's around kokushibu he doesn't show him the same kind of you know terror or fear or anything yeah he, he's an upper moon um 
And then when he says, like, damn, bro, like, whenever he's like, damn, bro, I don't know what to tell you. I just can't fucking find that family. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's like it's nothing of terror or fear or anything. So that's also makes me think like they have to be brothers or something, man. Yeah, there's something there. Anyway, sorry. That's my theory. That's a game theory. That's a Wenzel theory. Don't tell me if I'm right. <laughs> yeah, or wrong. Don't say anything. Stop yeah, don't say that either. Um, so I guess we should probably go into the rest of the this episode. Does anyone, anyone want to talk about that? I've talked for a long time. Does anyone nah, want to take a I'm ready to get to the Tanjiro goofy moments. Okay. So I yeah, I because just... there is a total tonal shift in this episode where like so the first half is like the meeting in the infinity castle, and then the second half is like Oh, Tanjiro, you're finally up from your two-month coma. And we get, like, funny, like, goofy Demon Slayer. Yeah. For peak. It's for the second half. Yeah, which is still, like, incredibly good. I Um, I laughed out loud. My favorite bit, probably, from the entire second episode is the one where Tanjiro is just waking up. And he's, like, he's learning the news that um, fucking Boarhead. Nosuke. Nosuke, yeah. Uh, he uh, woke up, or no, he passed on. He thought he died. Uh, and he's like, damn, I guess I'm hallucinating him on the roof, aren't I? And everybody slowly looks up, and uh, they start screaming. <laughs> yeah, because he's right there hanging on to the ceiling. And it's so funny. Like, that was probably the moment I laughed the hardest, because it's he just he's just up there, and he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> like it's like that was, that was pretty good that's pretty accurate thank you like it was just a perfect like you caught me <laughs> like he knows he's a little stinker he's he a little goofy he's a little goofball he is a goofy little dude and it, it's it's just a really nice moment too also too zenitsu being like literally zenitsu woke up not too long ago and immediately goes out on a fucking mission like dude. does not want to well yeah forced to go out on a mission yeah, but, like, dude, that's pretty, like, I mean, if he can get back up after the shit that just happened and going out on a mission, pretty, pretty bold. Well, no, it said that Zenetsu just woke up the next day. Yeah, but that's still. And so it's been two months since Zenetsu, Zenetsu woke up. Zibibu. Yeah, Zibibaba woke up. though, is still in recovery. Yeah. Zenetsu didn't go right to recovery. He he went out on a mission. To be fair, I feel like Tanjiro suffered the most during that fight. He used every single thing. Also, Tanjiro got fucking asthma, Wenzel, and no inhaler. If he now, if anyone here were to die, it would have been the wind guy or him. But the main, he's the main character, so he's not gonna die, but wait, realistically. Wind guy. Wind guy. No, the, the oh, fucking... Talk- oh, sound, sound. Sound, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fucking Inosuke got stabbed through the heart, and the only reason he didn't die is because he's learned how to move his organs. Sure. <laughs> now, <laughs> I can do that. Now, okay, but now you're right, though, because I did forget. I think Zenitsu was the only one who didn't get, who didn't get poisoned. But also, it's kind of crazy, too, that Zenitsu didn't get poisoned, and... Like, he doesn't, like, need a new sword. That's something I notice people talk about. Zenitsu is, like, throughout the anime, he's the only person who hasn't had to request a new sword. And it's like, huh. Maybe his alter ego is more skilled than people realize. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, dude's a skilled swordsman, and that's pretty cool. Maybe that's why he wasn't in a coma, because he was asleep the whole fight anyway. That's also another thing, too, is, like, <laughs> he was asleep the entire time, so why why would he need to be in a coma? <laughs> 
I love it. But yeah, no, it was a really wholesome moment to everybody being worried. Um, we also really see kind of like, um, oh God, what's her name? Uh, she's the freaking. She she's there. She's the fellow swordsman, but she's um, she's under um. Butterfly Hawk. Canal. Yeah, Kane uh, or God, I can't remember her name. Um. We kind of see like, okay, like there's some kind of affection there, you know? Um, yeah, and then we got to see the uh, side character, the guy, that, Goto! The, the messenger guy he comes in there. He's like, what the fuck? Why didn't you alert anyone? You fucking idiot. Yeah, it, it's so funny, too, because he's like, do you remember that time when that guy was getting mad at Tanjiro to wake up? That was me. <laughs> it's really funny. It's really good. Um yeah, and then and then we go after that we go into kind of you know recovery mode for Tanjiro, him building up his strength. Uh, Zenitsu and Onosuke, I I don't think they're gonna be here for this season, which is kind of weird. Uh, but they're basically going out on their own missions, and um, you know the the name of the season is the uh, Swordsmith Village because Tanjiro, as he's trying to recover, he's like, oh, did I get my new sword? The girl's like, well you got some letters and the letters are fucking funny because it's nothing but smeared writing of i fucking i hate you i curse yeah, you i'm I, I not hate you sword. <laughs> i wish upon your death uh you make me want to die <laughs> <laughs> which like i was like man that's that's funny and uh and yeah hana uh hana hana hangan nazuka i think is his name the swordsmith for tanjiro um and yeah, and something also too, because like he's been like very dramatic through the, the entire show, like basically almost trying to kill Tondro because he breaks or chips his sword or what have you. And then one of the girls says like, oh, well, you know, swords get damaged easily. Like it's not like he's being kind of, you know. Yeah, they're like, he's a baby. <laughs> yeah. But then also, too, I was like learning about the process of how swords are made, especially back then. I'm just like, you know, he kind of has every right to be mad because it takes fucking forever. <laughs> like, it, it's really hard. Oh, yeah. The fucking blacksmith, you ask a modern day blacksmith uh, what their like least favorite thing to make, it's always going to be katanas. Yeah. Because they're so fucking tedious to make. And also, uh, when it comes to swords, they're kind of shitty. I was going to say, too, because I was watching some sword videos <laughs> recently, and it was talked about how, like, Tatanas were almost always, like, chipped or, like, um, run to the issues of rusting or, like, you know, breaking. You had to take very good care of them. or Very good care. Even though it. they're they're very good swords, they're very good to use. They're they're literally on par with, like, the European longsword or whatever. Like, they're they're kind of, you know, you could take either. But you have to care for it, and also, too, it's really hard to make. Also, Tondros broke, like, three of them. Yeah. yeah he lost... <laughs> well, now, one of them, he lost. He didn't have He didn't have to lose it, too. Yeah. He just chucked that shit. <laughs> he chucked it, so it's like, it's kind of on Tondro there, but, uh, but now, yeah, so he requests to go to the Swordsmith Village, and also, we find that... Fa I find that fascinating, too, because they have to blindfold him, plug up his ears and his nose, and then the, also, the guide can't tell him um, him their name uh, and because... also they're blindfolded no no <laughs> yeah the guide was blindfolded no, no. they no, just they... like ran to a different guide over and over and over again. yeah so basically the whole process is oh, the kakushi the no they have to they're being guided by a crow but they they pass him on to a different person 
and they get a different crow and then it goes like that it goes like that until finally they actually get to the swordsmith village now it is kind of weird because like okay well then the the final kakushi and the final crow know where it is so you can't really keep it secret but also too if you don't know the name of the kakushi and their face and visage are hidden and you don't know the name of the crow then yes it is still hidden <laughs> like it it doesn't change the fact that it's hidden um and then also too it's revealed that the the ubiyashiki family are kept hidden as well that's why they've been able to survive for so long um which was very fascinating and then we get to see the village very peaceful very nice there's a spring it's really nice we get a fan service moment that was awesome Am I going to say anything oh, about that? Yeah, yeah. It's a very and, funny moment. And Roji pulls up out of the spring, full body. Um, Fucking boobies and butt just straight out on the screen. And this, I find it funny because she's the only character really in Demon Slayer that's all fan service all the time. And I uh, also find it funny that that was the part where uh, my wife walks in and she's like, oh, this is what you were watching. <laughs> i'm just like it's not just all this it's please. an art form okay i'm like this sh this show doesn't even have this <laughs> it really doesn't it, it really is... doesn't like i can't there's probably been three it, it's and it's always her probably like three or four parts of fan service ever in demon slayer and even tantro our good little christian boy canonically christian yes covers her up yeah, yeah, it's very sweet. Uh, but before that, though, he goes to meet the chief of the Swordsmith Village, uh, one of my favorite characters already. Dude, small. He says, uh, "The smallest and most important person in the village is me." And I was like, "That's me. That's me. I'm, I'm small, and I'm important." Um. Yeah, he uh, sniffs his own farts like Wenzel. No. Yeah. He well, is why a would huge you say that? Fart. And also so obsessed wholesome. with feet. Why would you do this? He said, Tondro, <laughs> bring those dogs here. That's he not happening. He which is how Wenzel likes to start every podcast. Do you want, do you want, do you want I really haven't this? wanted to get into this, but Wenzel wanted me back a part of AYCH solely for my toes. Solely. Do you want me to tell <laughs> Demon Slayer, or do you guys just want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> because it's funny. <laughs> I want to do. I want to do the toe bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, this little old guy. Um, also, too, everybody in the Swordsmith Village wears the Yotoko mask. Um, same reason they have to be hidden. They have to be kept secret. Same um, reason Wenzel wears his. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then we come to find out that uh, ha Haga Nozuka. I can never get his name right. Haga Nozuka. Hanazuka is missing. Um, he got so mad, so upset that he just went. He just left. He went missing. He's just he just retreated into himself, and they're trying to look for him. Oh yeah, his first name's Hotoro. I'm gonna say Hotoro. Um, the village chief picked it out. He's like, it's a cute name, right? Yeah. Yeah, and um, Tondro's even like, yeah, that's so cute, so cute. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, and then uh, there's a moment where like Tondro's like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. Like I shouldn't have broke or chipped my sword or whatever. And he's like, and then immediately the voice changed. Like no. <laughs> he shouldn't have, have made you in a, the first place. He shouldn't have made you a faulty sword in the first place. And one of the guys, one of the Smiths is behind him, is like, We're gonna find him. Ooh, we're gonna find him. And, and we're like, gonna make him make you another sword. And if not, you're gonna get a new swordsmith as he's like punching the air. And Tondro's like, You're not gonna hurt him, right? <laughs> Never answer the question. And so they tell him to go take a good long soak in 
the spring and they go that's there. That's when boobies happen. That's where boobies happen. Tondro's very sweet though, covers it up. Um there because Conroji is brushed off by some dude, uh, which we finally get to see him again after seeing him once, well, twice in season one, uh, Genya. But uh, he also loses a tooth that Tondro catches. Um, also, too, it's we he's older. Um, he has a longer mohawk, too. Um, but yeah, we uh, we get to see that Tondro. Uh, <laughs> he, he takes off all his clothes. A crow covers his crotch gets in and asks a question that I didn't even realize. He's like, are you and the Windhusher relate related? And I was like, huh. Come to find out, yeah, they're possibly related. They have the same last name. They're more than likely brothers. Uh, you don't remember uh, Windhusher as Shina Gozawa, I believe. Is that the one with the angry eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they look the Why, same. Yeah, when, yeah, like, I was like, oh, they look kind of the same now that I think about it. They have the same eyes, which, again, eyes are important. Eyes are very important in Demon Slayer. They yeah. have the same eyes, so it makes sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, and also, voice actor for Bakugo. <laughs> yep. For this guy. Yeah. Um, He's just an he, angry dude ripping his teeth out. So. I, that dude has made his career just being angry, angsty teenager. Forever. I wonder what he sounds like not voice acting. Not doing the Bakugo voice? Probably normal. <laughs> I I just imagine that's how he sounds because that's I mean you can always tell it's him in a show. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, the, the guy just tells him to die and then he leaves. And uh, Nezuko also has a very cute moment where she's just swimming around like a little creature in the in the spring. It's yeah, very funny, because fun. Nezuko is still in baby mode because she went beast mode in uh, the last season. Yep. Yeah. It also very cute too, because Conroji really good with kids. Uh, she she plays with uh, Nezuko like a little sister. It's so fucking cute. Yeah, she tickled Nezuko to a point where she's like, "Please stop! I can't handle this." Very uh, very uh, awkward. <laughs> they changed voice actors for that moment too. Yeah, yeah, it was a very deep scream. I think it was Bakugo's voice actor. Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, the, we get some more interactions where they're eating dinner. They reveal that, again, he's the Winhoshira's younger brother, but the Winhoshira says he doesn't have any brothers or family. So it's like, you know, is there bad blood? Is there something going on there? We find out Kanroji has a has a big family, too. Um, also, she likes to eat, which I'm like, hell yeah, girl. <laughs> and the whole <laughs> the only reason she became... <laughs> Uh, a, a soul eater, a fucking demon, demon slayer. slayer. Uh, is because she wants to find a man that's stronger than her. Yeah, like that entire like she talks about how like oh she's looking for a strong man and she ended up becoming a Hashira. Wenzel screaming at his computer. I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> I don't know. She she might be stronger than me. Yeah, I think I see her arms everyone. like there's a there's obviously the butt shot of her. But like, if you look at her arms, the way they're drawn, she has like. She has some she has some arms, bro. I imagine if you're a Hashira, you just you got to be buff. That's the only thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, then it's uh, we get this kind of moment of uh, uh, where, you know, Nezuko and Tanjiro love Kanroji, but then Kanroji and this also other Kakushi love Tanjiro and uh Kanroji is leaving the village her sword's ready they just need to make some adjustments and Kanroji whispers in Tanjiro's ear that there's some secret weapon in the swordsmith village to make people stronger uh 
tell him to go and find it. And then also, too, we get a mo the only moment where Tondro blows blood out of his fucking nose, like geyser. Like, yeah. <laughs> so classic I, I shonen protagonist blood geyser. Yeah, uh, it's very it's very fun. Um, we skip to the next day. Tondro's gonna go look for it, and then we f we get introduced to our other Hashira for the season, which is the Mist Hashira, um, Moichiro Takedo, who is talking to one of the swordsmith kids. Um, he he wants to do something, and there's a little reveal the of a, somebody there who is again the mysterious swordsman that we've been seeing, which looks a lot like the first. Uh... Uh, demon and um and yeah that's kind of where it ends and we get the we get the opening and the opening is fucking a banger i'm i'm listening and watching it right now it's so good yeah it's probably my favorite of the whole uh, season it's my favorite too because it gives it not only the visuals the or not only the music but the visuals too like we're getting little just tidbits of what we can expect it it looks emotional. It looks fucking badass. It looks crazy. Also, too, I don't know if anybody noticed this, but you can always tell when somebody when a Hashira is gonna die because so in season two with Mugen Train, Rengoku was facing away from Tanjiro in the opening. So whenever they do that little like like they're gonna when they show the title and they both move, they're both facing opposite directions. Then in the second part of season two with Azui. They face the same direction. And then in this season, Muichiro and Kanroji and Tanjiro are all facing the same direction. So you can kind of make a guess. Nobody, none of the Hashiras are going to probably die. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I know that's probably a far-fetched theory, but... Yeah, that kind of is reaching because it's only been one. It's only been one, but, I mean he dies and it's very it's it's so obvious like i don't know that that that's my thing yeah i fucking love this episode fucking banger first episode coming back i yeah. wish it could have gone on for another 40 something minutes because wow i just wanted i just want more really really badly do we know how long it is is it two cores or is it just uh, oh, we're going to get in and out in 12 episodes again I, if i had to guess it's probably another 12 episodes I mean, it makes sense with how much money they're probably pushing into these episodes. I don't mind. I fucking love it. Yeah. Sorry if I, you know, obviously with this, uh, you can't really give a synopsis other than like the fact because this is, again, this is the first episode of a third season. So kind of just have to go into talking about the episode, uh, in my opinion, in kind of its entirety for me anyway, because I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. It's good stuff. Like, I definitely, I, I mean, if you're not on the Demon Slayer train at the, at this point, I don't know what you're doing. Like, especially if you, I, I can't understand, I mean, I just feel like Demon Slayer has a little something for everybody. Like, even if you're kind of just into anime, like, I feel like you can get into Demon Slayer, but even if you're like a huge anime, like, lifer, I, I like, I, I can't understand at this point not being interested in Demon Slayer. I mean, it's just, and the animation is just, like, on a whole other level, like, the likes of which have never been seen. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, like I said earlier, I think they're gonna pull out something bananas. 
uh, this yeah. season. I I also like my final thoughts too of like I I didn't expect to get into Demon Slayer. Like I I thought like okay it's in the backlog. I hear it's really gorgeous. Like I gotta watch it. Keep in mind we told Winslow for years to watch it. Watch it. Yeah. Yes. Um. Told a long time. Um. And then I finally watched it, and now I'm probably the Demon Slayer is so fucking big to me. I'm just like, holy, like it is easily one of my favorite animes. And like, it's one of those where like, I would love, I would love to read the manga. Um, but I, I want to watch the anime too. Like it, it's, it's so tough, but I think I can keep myself back enough just to watch, just strictly watch the anime. But like, it, it has so much intrigue and it's, it's characters and, their um character development the like the philosophies and like the the breed like the breathing techniques and their powers uh the like it's just also it's so fucking fascinating i didn't expect to love it but it's like one of my favorites it's so good watch it watch it yeah it's currently my favorites ongoing anime uh it's all it has been since uh season two and man, you know it's since season one, pretty much. It's just too good to like pass up. And even if you didn't like the first two episodes, sit with it, please. Give it a bigger chance. Yep, I I told them, but after seeing the the upper moons, I was like, I have to get statues of all the upper moons because I have a Kaza right now. I need to get Gaotaro. I need to get Daki, and I need to get the rest. I I need them. Also, uh, if you like the anime, I actually. I've heard nothing but uh, don't read the manga. I if you read the manga, read it after you watch the anime, uh, which will probably be a few more years when that's over. Uh, because the animation is so good, and also if you know the story beats, the it's not going to be that impressive when it happens and when it gets animated if you already know about it. And it all it's just. Watch the anime. You I mean, I guess, it. but you could say that about anything, knowing the story beats and stuff. I know, but from the most, I'm saying is that the anime is better in every single way. And uh, that's very rare. I, like, I, even I, Cody, he's read the manga and he said, don't read the manga. Uh, just watch the anime because it's a way better experience. I, I will say from people I know um, that have read the manga, they said they wish they could have experienced the story for the first time through the anime. Just, wow. just because the animation is so next level. You just, there's no way to convey that on black and white paper. Well, there you like, go, folks. So watch the anime, watch it. Yeah. It definitely going to be a, a show. I, I would honestly maybe like if we did a season three wrap up for demon slayer, I don't want to put anything on anybody's schedule, but I think we're all going to watch it and that will be something we will be interested in. Stay tuned. I'm tuned. Nobody, nobody's saying no. Man, I would. this is a time I wish I could use the soundboard. Also, the <laughs> opening is done by Man With A Mission. Man With A Mission. Yes. Fucking dude. banger fucking so music. Freaking good. God. People that dislike Man of the Mission, kill yourself. Sorry, that was far. What the fuck? <laughs> cool. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. So now we're getting on to the probably the longest. I mean, really though, the longest episode, uh, the longest 
um episode here for a series it's the it's again it's the first it's the prologue it's oshinoko mother yeah. and children so this is a full feature length this is an hour and 25 minutes so obviously we're not about to sit here and go frame by frame with it with you no no we don't have to it's the first episode of a series starting it's a yes, movie so. essentially yes it's but the it, prologue yes it is the prologue of a series it acts as a movie it actually debuted here in the west at anime expo in a live theater um and i just want to tell you real quick it's currently sitting as the number one rated anime of all time on my anime list yep at fifty one thousand user ratings i'm one I, of them I got that notification, not notification, but I saw that pop up, like that article, whatever somebody said of like, holy shit, like this is number one. To give you an idea of what the top anime are on my anime list, Full Metal Alchemist is number two, Shingeki no Kyojin, uh, final season, uh, the the last episode that just came out, came out, uh, beginning of this year, uh, Stein's Gate, the newest Bleach season, Gintama. And then uh, a bunch of fucking Attack on Titan. It's crazy. yeah, I, yeah. Keep I know mind, on my anime only, list is a lot of Attack on Titan. Keep in mind, it's only one episode. So also should say this is also on Letterbox, currently sitting at a four point one average. Not to say that you should take these aggregate sites as like face value, but what we're saying is everybody's fucking loving Oshinoko. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and let's just say these three lads right here. Love it. Loved it. Like, I, I, I thought Rizzo okay. was going to say it. <laughs> no, we love it. Um, no, it is... Oh my god. It is so... Can, can I do the little bit of synopsis? Yeah. Okay, okay go ahead. So, go ahead. Uh, we the, sh the show starts in a weird way that I'm like, okay, not... Uh, some weird stuff is happening. Uh, so the show takes place... Uh, we open, we're in this little countryside, and we have a doctor who we come to find out is a gynecologist who is very into idol culture and idols in Japan. And we're like, that's weird. Well, we, it turns out that he had a patient that had some form of cancer when she was a child, like she was like 12. Yep. And she's like, oh, I want to be an idol one day. And he's like, well, you can be an idol when you get better. She ends up dying. It's super sad. But that's why he's in the idol culture. And he's really into this idol named I with AI. Um, not an AI, but her name is spelled AI. I. Um, well, so he, you know, we get his little backstory. And then he goes to see his next patient. Well, it's I. And she's pregnant. Which, big no-no for idols. Oh, yeah. Um, That'll get your career ruined. And she's also 20 weeks along. Yeah, 20 yeah. weeks along. Also 16 years old. Yep. Um, so, you know, we get a little bit of a time jump. It's like, hey, you're pregnant with twins. And she's like, well, what do you think I should do for my career? And it's like, and he's like, well, as your doctor, blah, blah, blah. And she decides that she's going to have the kids, but have the children in secret so she can continue being an idol. Um, so it fast forwards to her delivery date. The doctor and I are talking and she's like, okay, just make sure you come back when I call you, um, to, you know, give birth to these children because the, our doctor, 
uh, agrees to to birth the children, partly because he's such a huge fan of I and just wants to like be around her. But yeah, he wants to also sure because kids are healthy and yeah, okay. he he wants the kids to be healthy and okay and everything. Um, so he walks out with well, this man in a hoodie says, "Are you?" Ayoshino's doctor, and at this point, nobody knows that I is pregnant, or even or she's here, or yeah. that she's even at that hospital, or that her last name is even Hoshino. Because he, this this man specifically says, "Are you the doctor helping her to deliver the twin, her twins?" Yes. Like, well, how the fuck does this guy know that? Ex- yep. They're like, it's how it's not made public mm-hmm. at all? They're, like, the only the only people who would know are the doctor, I. And her, uh, her guardian, the president. Which, is, which is the president of the company. Yeah, that's it. Like, you know, the the staff might know, but she's under a fake name too. Yep. So the, the doctor's like, um, I have to ask you questions. Well, the guy gets scared, runs off. The doctor chases after him, and he's like, Oh, you got me on this weird trail. Well, then he gets pushed off the side of a cliff. He fucking dies, and you're like, "Oh man, that's crazy." It's brutal too. Because yeah, he's just sitting there with a large amount of blood coming out of his head. Because I, he, hit, this... so he hit the back of his head, and that's mm-hmm. where your occipital lobe is. So the entire time he's still conscious, he's talking, but he's just he can't see because he, he can't you, see and he can't move. Yeah, because he got hit just right to where he can't see and he can't move as I is calling him because mm-hmm. she's giving birth. Yep, it's, and oof, oof. I, I think we're I, because this is almost where it lost me. I think this is going to lose some people. <laughs> this is actually when I was like, okay, now this is more than what I thought it would be. I see, mean, this is when I was like, oh my god. Well, thing. let me say what happens first, and then I'll talk. Yeah, about go it. ahead, go ahead and say. <laughs> the doctor is one of the babies. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So keep in mind too. There's a point too where the girl that he was uh he was treating with cancer was like, "Wouldn't you want to be reincarnated as a you know an idol's kid?" And that's where it plays into like, well, shit. He just got reincarnated as this idol's kid, even though like he's explicitly said like, "No, I wouldn't want to do that." What? That's weird. Also too, he's like one of the nurses like, so if a 16 year old idol came up to you and asked you to marry her, you wouldn't do it. And then he just doesn't answer the question he's like well let's go do something else <laughs> like so it's kind of it's he's kind of iffy um but if you keep watching it though you kind of okay okay it's like okay like this guy is not as <laughs> no it's, it's tough because it, 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 it's, it's fucking weird but at, they're, at, they're... at this point in the show i'm like oh my god colton winslow have been hyping up a fucking isekai yeah no, and, and i'm no. okay with i'm okay with isekais i'm okay i like it's multiple not, isekais now, this is not an isekai it's not an isekai because he's he's still in the same universe and world it's just that he's now reincarnated as an idol's baby yes uh, now keep in mind she had twins so he has a sibling um but yeah um it, you know it, it's it's definitely kind of because i remember there was the what was, what was that one isekai that we covered where literally it was a guy got reincarnated as a fucking baby in a magical world. Mushu, uh, uh, Mushuku uh, Tensei. Yeah, yeah that one. one. Now, that one, uh, for most of the episodes, it this this guy, that guy, that main character, boy, fucking sucks. Immediately with this guy, he's... <laughs> it's, it's weird to say, but he kind of is, like, not 
not on the same level. He's I not guess. pervy. He's, he's not like pervy. more respectful. He's more respectful. Like now, because it's like, you know, of course their, their laws and culture, there are different. Like if, you know, cause he mentions, you know, if a girl's 16, like, like there's talk of marriage and all that weird shit. But, um, but for the most part, whenever like there's a point there where he's the baby and he's like, what the fuck? And then she like, do you need to be breastfed? And he's like, no, 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 no. Like he's like, like as a baby, he's like, no, 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 no. And then he goes to drink uh, milk out of a bottle. Like that's, you know, that's not bad. Like we should also say, I names the twins. So our doctor is named Aquamarine. Badass. Uh, he goes by Aqua for sure, short, and his sister's name is Ruby. We should also mention before continuing. Ruby is also a reincarnated person. <laughs> yeah, yes. and it's 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 so funny <laughs> and also sad. It's yeah, also it, sad. It, it is sad because we come to find out that Ruby is the reincarnation of the twelve-year-old that died of cancer that got the doctor to end up becoming a fan of idols in the first place. But in the first episode, neither of them know this. Yeah, They just yeah. both know that they're both reincarnated people, but neither of them know that each other you know, is who they are. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that has not been discovered. That has not been it, said. Now it's kind of, it's kind of a sweet faded reunion too, because this was this girl's kind of dream. Um, so you can't really ask for her anyway for a better afterlife <laughs> um yeah and i see it as like uh like a god's putting them in this situation for a reason yeah it, no it because obviously reincarnation in itself is a very supernatural and religious belief this is very much uh god's beings playing into a certain um narrative for the sake of these two characters to do something which is well we'll you know we find out something something's later something's happen and you kind of get the idea of why but yeah um also should mention too uh i the idol and the kids they they it's really cool eyes eyes are really cool because there's like stars and then the kids uh aqua has a star in his right eye and then ruby has a star in his and her left eye it's really it's really uh love the uh, pretty eye design <laughs> two parts of their mother yeah, yeah. I, I also like because eyes main color is purple one of the kids is a red color and the other kid is a blue color i yep. just i i enjoyed that i was like there we go color. yeah yeah I, and uh and from, you know, again, this is the prologue, so from then on, it's just, uh, well, I guess you can go into explaining the rest, Tanner. Yeah, we, so, it, again, it is the prologue, so we get some time jumps here, like, I, you know, has the kids, she's 16, she's like, what am I gonna do? She jumps back into idol world, and everybody's like, oh, that's weird, and even the TV execs at, like, her first show back are like, oh, this is so weird, but she just has, like, this infectious energy. Um, so then it fast-forwards to, you know, where she's 17, 18, you know, nineteen twenty, um, and the kids. It's funny too because the president's wife ends up watching the kids because again, I nobody knows that I has these kids, so they have to act like they're the president's and the president's wives. Well, the president's wife is like, "Oh, I'm going to take all these pictures. I'm going to leak out that I had these twins. I want to make a ton of money and leave this loser and marry a hot guy." 
and the uh the twin aqua and ruby are like we got to do something so they get in like this fucking pose and they're like we're gods Amaterasu, yeah. <laughs> and this is just a guy but he's a god yeah. yeah they're like we're gods uh the god of entertainment has sent i to earth because we also before we even learned that ruby is was the 12 year old we learned that ruby in her past life was a huge fan of i as well um so they're like we i was sent by the god of entertainment to entertain everybody on earth and if you impede on his mission you will perish and she's like okay i'll do anything and they were like and if you succeed you will get to marry a hot actor husband so she's like super happy and super okay to do that um and so that's how the kids are like okay now we're we can go outside because she'll take us out also they're like six months old and they're like yeah and shit because they still have their adult minds but they can already verbally communicate and walk yeah because Um, they since they have their adult minds they can control you know their bodies and they're conscious and aware there's a really funny moment too where um aqua when he figures out that the girl is also a reincarnated person because he um he wakes up because he hears her mumbling and he finds her in a room alone reading message boards about people talking about I, and she's like, she's messaging people saying, die, 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 die. Yeah, kill yourself. Kill yourself. Yeah. And she's he, literally in, in, like Aqua even says, Oh, so she's like a, just a huge troll. And is like in these flame wars with all these fucking yeah. idol otakus. And then whenever Aqua's like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then Roby's like, Oh my god, it's a baby that can talk <laughs> as she's talking. Like, bitch. <laughs> it's so funny. It's yeah. so good. And and then the moment too with them tricking the manager lady was just fun as well because um oh god, there was a moment where uh Aqua and Ruby, they were like, What should we do? Should we kill her? And Aqua's like, Maybe. And then Ruby's like, I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Ruby's <laughs> like, we can't kill her, we're babies. Like, that's not possible. And Aqua was like actually thinking like about how to do it because he was like, well, she kind of has a size advantage over us. Like we can't. No, we can't do that. Um, and, but then also too, the manager kind of uh, grows on us, too, because she comes accustomed to them as well. Since she helps, I um, raise them. She basically raises them during the day or takes care of them during the day while I does her stuff. And then at night and the morning, that's when I is the one raising them and take care of them. So it's kind of a split there it's really like a second awesome. mother yeah it's really sweet yeah. It's, too. yeah very much a nanny situation yeah um so like through the time skips we see i wanting to because i gets a paycheck after getting back from you know to be an idol and it's like two hundred thousand yen for the month which is not like a super a ton of money especially if you're raising two kids that's um, uh two thousand dollars right well in today's exchange rate actually like 1600 yeah yeah, um, right for the month and she's like oh if it was just me this would be okay but i can't raise these two and put them in good schools and get their dancing lessons and their music lessons and all that with that so she's like i have to make myself a better life for my two kids so she starts branching out and this is when we start getting the time skips um and it's like we see her in her first little tv drama spot and it's funny because Aqua runs into the director and the director's like, you know, a lot of big words for a child, for a baby. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, here's my card. Call me if you ever need me. <laughs> Does he call him precocious baby? Yeah. He's yeah. calling him precocious baby. 
Um, and, and also too, whenever stuff happens, he's like, "Damn, it's a sign of the times," I guess. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "How'd you learn all those words?" YouTube. He's like, "Man, that YouTube must be a sign of the times." <laughs> uh, it's really funny. Um, at first, I thought it was the director that had killed the doctor. I did too. They look so similar. I they the look so thing. similar. I'm like, oh man! But then they made him funny. I was like, well, hopefully it wasn't him. Um, so we we get that, and we I actually gets her first big part in a movie because of Aqua calling the director and being like, okay, I'll put I in this movie if you also agree to do it because I's part in this TV show got cut. Because the main actress's talent agency was like, hey, she's too good. cute. And she's taking the cuteness away from our star that we specifically market as cute with good acting chops. Yeah. And Aqua's like, that's so unfair. So they do that. Well, this movie ends up winning like Best Director Awards. And it really skyrockets Eyes' like solo career. Yep. And like she starts doing all these like reality shows and more movies. And radio shows and yeah radio shows and and, and yeah. all that not podcast podcasts don't make money wenzel jesus uh <laughs> sorry my bad <laughs> uh yeah i does her version of uh call her daddy she signs a 60 million dollar deal with spotify no um and we get to the point where they're all celebrating they move into a new apartment and i is like oh we we made it and she's about to do a show at the tokyo dome which is like the, obviously a huge deal at you know Tokyo Dome, like this huge legendary venue in Japan. It's fucking gigantic. It holds like seventy thousand people. Yeah, this this um, prologue like there's like basically like kind of goals. So first goal having the kids. Second goal kind of become uh, getting up more into like entertainment and making money. And the third goal now is to like do a dome show, which is like big, you know. So. That's where we're at now. And she's 20 at this point. Yeah. And so she signed on for the Dome show. Well, it shows a little bit of a flashback of Aqua and Ruby talking about their dad because they don't know who their dad is. And I was like, you know what? I should bring their dad around. She literally says to like, I want to shut that down real quick. Like, oh, like, yeah, because wow. Ruby implies that I is still a virgin up. and she <laughs> had virgin conception. To have herself in Aqua. Um, and, 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 she's like, and I's like, yeah, we got to shut that shit down. <laughs> and then I is even like in a phone booth calling the father who we mm. never see. We never hear. But mm. she's trying to set up basically like a meeting of like, hey, you need to come see your kids. Mm -hmm. And she goes, this is our new address. Well, we get to the day of the dome show. Knock at the door. I opens the door. There's a guy in a hoodie holding flowers. Shank stabs eye right in the fucking abdomen. God it's, it's damn. I've been thinking about Doctor. this whole fucking scene while yeah. you've been going over it, and I've just been like, I've been trying dreading to hold it. back tears because it is so heartbreaking. Because, yeah, oh. it's the same stalker that killed the doctor. It's been years, four years. Like, Jesus, dude. And he's just um, mad. He kills her because uh, he thought he, she betrayed he, him because she had he, a baby's. Yeah, she he's like he's a very he's an overly obsessed fucking stupid ass fan. He's like, you know, you had kids. That's that's what are you like because the entire time too, there's like kind of this like um this theme of like of lies, um, of her lying, 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 lying. You know, that's because that's what the idol industry is made up of is lies. Yeah, you know, lies. They specifically lying. call them pretty lies. 
Yeah. And but the but also too, like in a way too, like there's kind of this like, well, maybe eventually the lies will turn into a truth. And that's also a very like a not a philosophy, but a thought of like, well, eventually, you know, that that can happen. And part of that lie for in this case is love and telling your fans that you love them and blah, 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 blah. And it was it was kind of like that, like him saying like, oh, you lied to us this entire time. You didn't really love us. But then come to find out, like she's like, I like she remembers his name. She remembers him meeting at all the fan meets, the gifts he gave her and everything. Mm -hmm. And And one uh, of the gifts we actually see in the background Yep, for multiple it, shots. Yeah. Yep. And the kids are playing with it, like looking mm-hmm. at it. She's showing them the gift, saying like who this is from and blah blah blah. Oh my god. And the thing is, too, is Aqua is directly behind her. Mm-hmm. So he witnessed this. Uh, Ruby uh, is in the room with the closed door, and it's just this horrible, terribly sad moment where it's because I throughout the entire parenting of her kids, she's been afraid to say i love you because she doesn't want it to be fake she doesn't want to lie to her kids because she's scared if she finally says it she uh won't won't mean mean it 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 won't mean it and like that's a very fair like thing that you hear about parents is like them being very cautious or careful to say like they love you to their children or even people to say they love you to somebody else because they're afraid you know it won't it won't have any effect Mm -hmm. or it won't you know it won't mean anything and we also have to remember i is a is a child herself. Well, yeah. Like when she has the kid. Well, well, when she has the kids. She has the kids. Yeah. So you know, and when when she was when she was brought in too in the idol industry, you know, she was an orphan. She never, uh, she never really, um, met her parents either because her mom got arrested. So she spent most of her life in an orphanage, and so she never really, um, got to experience like how to love, how to be loved, or anything like that. So that's also why she was like. She was very cautious about being an idol, about, you know, about telling her kids she loves them. We get all these flashbacks um, while she's dying, basically. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and the stalker man gets so overwhelmed. He just he just fucking runs away because he's like he realized he, that he made a fucking mess. He's mistake. wrong. He's he's a he's a he's a killer. He's a murderer. He's a terrible, awful fucking human being. And I hope he goes to hell. <laughs> I'm kind of invested, okay? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so she's dying, bleeding out. It's so gut-wrenching. Um, Aqua is sitting there holding her, and she's t- telling... Oh my god, it's so fucking sad. Telling them and her... Ruby's on the other side of the door, at screaming, like, what's happening? What what's happening, happening to Mama? What's going on? And they're, they're trying to keep, you know... Uh, I is purposely lying on the door to make sure she doesn't open it to see that her mother's dying but so that she can also hear her and she's just telling them you know like what she envisions the future for them and finally she tells them she loves them and And she's super happy because it's true yeah and then she and she dies and when she dies the star in the sky that we kind of see images of is gone and the star, the light in her eyes is gone. The still shot and the, because it goes completely silent. The show goes completely silent and they show a still shot of her sitting like dead body. It is. I don't, it's the style it's drawn in. It, it is one of the more disturbing things I've ever seen in animation. 
Yeah, um, it, I, this show throws you for a loop for the what you were expecting. Yeah, the last little bit of the show from this, and we'll get to in a second. I think the rest of the series is going to be a lot darker than people realize. Well, it's going to be. They probably realize it now, but it's, it's going to so, be a lot yeah. darker. Which, yeah, because up huh. until this point, you kind of it it kind of has the feel of like a slice of life comedy. Until the last ten minutes, and yeah. like I said, the the imagery of her dead body, lightless, starless eyes, but she has a smile on her face, and it's like it, the way it is drawn is, at least to me, it was so disturbing. Like I, I was sitting here, like my mouth wide open. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like uh, Jonathan Joe Star dying in part one, where he's holding uh, Dio's head. Okay, it's a very stylistic like. Yeah, yeah. Pause no, I... in time. And and the show is completely silent. There is no background because it even shows Ruby screaming, but we can't hear her screams. Yeah, and I mean, same thing with uh with Aqua. He he's just shocked, like in mm -hmm. utter despair, terror. It's so sad. Yeah. Um. And like like they said too, like and from this point on, the show takes like a one eighty, where it's like I did not expect it to go where it's about to go, and mm -hmm. I'm. I'm invested. <laughs> like, like, yeah. So essentially what happens is like I getting killed is huge news, but it's only huge news until the first snow of the season. And yeah. then Aqua's like, it's like the snow covered up. I ice death. Um, yeah. that I was murdered. Uh, and he was like, it's only, it's only three days later. Yeah. And the person and, who murdered or killed, oh, himself. killed himself. Yeah. But, yeah. And, but there was a tidbit where they said the police were like, uh, it's so it's so weird that this guy was able to do this, but we feel like there might be another suspect, but we don't know. Yeah. And they I mean, we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but it's definitely your way of being like, mm, not all this show seems to be. And then um, we get to Ice funeral and they do yep. that. And then uh, the president's wife offers to be uh, she's like, I know I can't replace your mom. But I, I think of you as my children. It's and... so sad. And then, oh my god, because I was like, because again, like we start off with the manager being like, like, oh, I hate these kids. But then it's like, she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I can never be, you know, like your mother. I'm, you know, I can't replace your mom. But like, you know, I think of you like my children, and I will take care of you. Would you want to be my children? And Ruby hugs her, and Aqua just sits, sits sits there staring like he's mm -hmm. dead inside which he he is because he is he just witnessed his mom die yeah um oh so we we get to i's funeral and they're sitting in the car ruby and aqua and aqua's like they're these kids are always on their phones you know these fucking twitter ipad babies yep um so Aqua's like scrolling and like is reading all this and ruby's like reading like all these mean comments and aqua's like hold on and he has like a flashback of seeing the guy that killed him and then he remembers the guy that killed i he's like that was the same guy he's like so whoever it is has to be very close in i's social circle but they're like it can't be the president because why would he sink his own company like that they don't think it was anybody else in i's idol group because he said none of them were that close so Aqua comes to the conclusion that the 
other accomplice in eyes and his murder is none other than their dad. Yeah. Cause that entire whole process of Aqua being like, like how would, how would the stalker know that she was at the hospital? How would he know that she's having kids? Mm -hmm. How would they know their new address that they just moved into that they just moved into? Mm -hmm. Like, who who would have told him this? And you know, you could you could probably make the assumption like, well, maybe it was the manager, but the manager I, I you know she, it, it it doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't also make sense. just happened right after she told them the new address, the dad the new address on the phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like it has it it has to be the father. And that's where we see the light come back in Aqua's eye. My favorite scene in the entire it's so, episode. It's done it's in a so different art good. style too, where the light isn't a bright light; it's a dark light. It's so cool. Where he's and he like, says, "I'm going to kill my dad. I'm going to find. I'm going to find my dad. And I'm going to kill him with, with my own hands." Yes, he says. And then we get another time skip. <laughs> we get a very one, big one. Well, also Aqua says. Ask the director if the oh, director yeah. would help raise him. Yeah, that that was something else too. Um, um which, yeah. which I think is important because Aqua also comes to the conclusion that his dad has to be in the entertainment industry. So Aqua has to continue to be in the entertainment industry to potentially find his father. Yeah. So yeah. I'm assuming he's going to continue to be an actor while Ruby is mm -hmm. going to be a dancer. Yeah, Ruby's going to go the idol route, and this in turn will probably attract their father to them because they'll be successful and fame, you know? So yeah. Um, and, and again, the time jump, uh, happens there. It looks like they're in high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, school. it's their first day of high school. Cause I, yeah, I, I believe they're both 16. I, I think it's a 12 year time jump. God, it's a it's big crazy. one. Crazy. And it just shows them going off to school and that's it. Yeah. And, and it does like a little montage, where it's like, uh, that's the end of the prologue, and like the, now my my the curtain is up on the prologue, and this is my revenge play in motion. Yep, and I it's like, fucking cool. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's a good that's a good written line. Yeah, like oh, I'm like that's why I was saying like when it takes a 180, it's like wow, we're going into like like wow, okay. Uh, when we see our our you know our important characters, um. The girl that also he starred with in that movie, she's obviously in high school too with them. She's going to be an important character, probably, um, or, or one of the main cast anyway. But yeah, um, and then also too, I told them in the chat whenever I watched it, I was like, I think I hear an instrumental cover of "Lovely" by Billie Eilish. I, I, it sounds it for a very brief moment, but I, I thought I heard it. And then we got this really nice uh, outro song. Thought it was really good. Yeah, the the outro, outro was good. I, I mean, this, in my eyes, this is a fucking masterpiece of a first episode. To be fair, I will say this is my favorite first episode we've ever watched for any anime ever. But yeah. it does have an hour and a half to do that. So, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Go, like. When Colt I, said in the chat, it's like it was we watched a season one, this was a season one that we just watched. Yeah, because I mean, an hour and a half is the length of four fucking anime episodes, to be fair. But even comparing it to like four episode, the first four episodes of a show, or even prologues of a show, like 
I, I like I sincerely think this is a masterpiece. I think this will be something that is talked about for decades. Like I, I think it is that good. Um, and the uh, manga is still fucking ongoing. And this yeah, is- the manga is still going. So oh. this story has not concluded. Oh um, wow! So there is a ton of shit that they will be able to make. You know, go through the anime adaption of this. There's a hundred and fifteen chapters out right now. Uh, and Cole, I believe you said this first episode covers the whole first volume, though. Yeah, it's a full first volume. It, yeah. I, I went through the first volume thinking like, okay, it's probably like first few chapters. No, the entire first volume is episode one. So I, I'm interested, but I mean, this is a, I mean, this is a masterpiece. Like it, it is truly, truly amazing. It reminds me of by the end of it, I, I like my mindset is like erased but yes yes yeah but i i think i'm gonna like this more i don't know i have have no idea i love just based on the first episode and i loved erased i mean we all loved erased i i mean yeah this this is a masterpiece i i think i mean obviously yes it is a first episode you need to go in and it has the pacing of like just anime episodes put together sort of but if you go into it and be like okay this is the oshinoko prologue movie i I think that is the right mindset to go into it with yeah because obviously you're like oh a 90 minute episode of a show god that sounds awful because when colt told me that i'm like oh my god did we really pick an hour and a half episode to do for fucking the anime episode and i'm glad you did but i'm so fucking glad yeah, that that we chose this and watched it because I I mean, just based off the first episode, this is going to be a like an anime of the year contender. Yeah, I um, gotta watch this. Ah, oh, man, I just want to watch it all like right now. Yeah, ah. like I just want to know what happens. But like, I mean, the manga's still ongoing, so <laughs> even and the if thing we, is, like, as we soon wanted this season to. is over. I'm reading the manga, like. I'm going to watch this anime as soon as it's over. I'm jumping on the internet and reading it. And I should say this is uh, done. The studio is Doga Kobo, which some of the recent shows they've done RPG real estate. My senpai Uh. is annoying. Uh, Asteroid and love. How heavy are the dumbbells you lift? So, I mean... They did Yuri Yuri. Heard... That's another very fun, like, uh, comedy. Uh, I've never heard of any of these. Yeah, yeah, they did Yuri Yuri. Yuri. Um, but, like, not like a huge, like... Crazy, like, n- nothing huge that just hops off the page. This will be... Yeah. This will be that. This is going to be their big known series. Yeah, this is going to be. This is going to be a show people talk about for a long time. Like, again, I mean, yeah, it it being the what you say, the highest rated anime ever on my anime list. Yep. I mean, there is some merit to that. Like, say what you will about these aggregator sites. There is some merit to that. There is some Especially merit. Especially to- with 52,000 uh, users rating it. It yes. went up by a lot while we since I last said it, because it was 51,000. <laughs> like, 
and by the time you're listening to this, it's probably going to be. I mean, it will be higher. I mean, the it's sitting at a four point one average on Letterbox. I mean, there people are really digging it. Um, I think you'll be remiss if you do not watch this, and if you don't like, if you don't like the first episode, I, you know, I don't think you'll you. probably like it. Yeah, yeah, probably won't like it. But I, this seems like some. This almost seems like an event with how. I like. I really think this show is going to get some legs, in the West, where a show like this has never really gotten legs before. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to keep up with it. Yep. Same. <laughs> oh yeah, for real. Very uh, pained. Uh, I'm going to think about Eyes Death and cry just uh, every time I think about it. Yep. All right. I'm just going to pretend like it didn't happen. Yeah, yep. I actually cut the show off 65 minutes in where I and Ruby are dancing and Ruby's getting over her fear of dancing. Oh, fuck um, off. And it was a nice little happy ending. Yeah, nice oh. happy ending. Oh, mm. my God. <laughs> I, I'm just remembering now, too, whenever they're leaving to go to high school, they're like, bye, mom, at a picture of her. And then at the very end, there's a special credit scene where it's just I with her kids. It's their first birthday. And she's like, maybe one day we'll talk about this when we're older and having drinks. Yep. Why'd you do that? Dude, I'm gonna fucking throw up. Why? Yeah, it made me feel fucking terrible. Man, I hope... Ooh, man, if I could just go into this anime and fucking beat the shit of that stalker guy, I would do it. Oh, I'm so angry. Well, the stalker guy's dead. I know, but I just... I want to find him before he commits suicide and kill him. Yeah. And then well, I'm going to find him in the afterlife and make sure he goes to hell. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, the anime. This is. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the all anime. That's the anime. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we had to save, obviously, the two longest things for the end. Just because yeah. they're so long. We had so much to talk about. But, yeah, and yeah. again, there will be. I mean, you're at the end of the episode. You know this already. But there will be timestamps. Do not fret. I will make sure I will go through and timestamp where the show discussions start. Yeah, you know what? Top three right now. I'm gonna give you tell. I'm gonna give you mine. Oshinoko number one, Demon Slayer number two, and Hell's Paradise number three. Purely because the hype factor and Heavenly Delusion has some weird stuff uh, that I'm not sure about anymore. But Hell's Paradise number three. I think. Oh man, Oshinoko's my mm, Oshinoko's my one. Demon Slayer is my two. My three is a toss-up between Hell's Paradise and Mashal. Uh, I think I'm going to give the edge to Mashal just because I enjoyed the first episode of Mashal more than I enjoyed the first episode of Hell's Paradise, even though I understand that Hell's Paradise is going to get pretty sick pretty quickly, um, and Mashal may just keep up that quality, but for I, I think I'd put Mashal at three. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, for me, it's uh, Demon Slayer number one, Oshinoko coming at a close, very, very close, and number two, and then number three is Hell's Paradise, just because I read it and I'm excited for it. All right, that was uh, this has to be our longest non anime non canon file ever. Yeah, but it's because the two of the episodes were two of the episodes uh, are so fucking, fucking long. long. Yeah, I mean, one of the episodes was literally movie length. So, and I have theories. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, one's allowed to get theories, it, and get you also time. have fucked up glasses issues. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's fucked well, up, Tanner. 
Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, as always, you can leave us a like, a review, a subscription, a rating on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on SoundCloud. You can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. Follow the extra feed, uh, AYCH Extra with an X, T-R-A, on SoundCloud, on Twitter. Uh, you can follow all the individual shows that also have that, such as the Backlog Boys. Backlog Ooh. Boys with the Z pod on Twitter. Uh, if you're listening to this the day or around the time of release, uh, on April the 26th, Colt and I will be putting out our Hi-Fi Rush review, episode 4, even though it will be the 10th piece of audio on the Backlog Boys. Uh, don't ask us why we decided to go with that numbering. Because we're, we're sticking, we're sticking we with it. it. Funny. We, it is I funny. still think it's funny. Yes. Um, but now it's gotten to a point where we're going to have like five episodes, episode three, something, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, AYCH still rolling along. Uh, we're getting close to do if, well, if you're listening to this on release this past Monday, we just released an episode, uh, talking about summer movies and our, uh, box office predictions for summer movies. So go check that out. And go check out our other episodes of April. We put out episode 300. We played Family Feud against those dirty fucking cheats at Cajun Greatness. Go yes. check that out. Uh, fuck. What, we did a state of the podcast for 301. Go check that out. May is going to be crazy. We're playing a bunch of games. The summer is going to be crazy. Got a lot of plans. Also got something really cool news at the day of recording this that you'll hear about later. But it's really cool. So trust me. You're going to want to be around. And you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner1495. Oh, also, follow uh, All You Can Hear on Twitch, twitch.tv slash All You Can Hear. Also, follow the YouTube at AYCH Podcast. Just search All You Can Hear for all the Twitch VODs. But go to the Twitch, twitch.tv slash All You Can Hear. Because Tanner be streaming. I be streaming. Yep. yep. And soon we be streaming. Yes, sir. And soon they be streaming. Yeah, Wenzel's well, coming it's more so soon uh, they be streaming, and then it'll be soon they we will be streaming. Yeah, Wenzel's not going to be at the time of listening. At the time of release, Wenzel is out of the country. He's been banished. Yep, he will be allowed back in for a month. Yeah, I'm going into exile to um, become a better fighter. Yeah, well, happens when I return. I'll be able to. um, Uh. Suck your own self. <laughs> yeah. Free myself of the human inability to suck oneself off. That's a beautiful thing. And this I respect my you. story. Read it on Shonen Jump app. <laughs> Do your fucking plugs. My name's Colt. Find me on Twitter at ColtD00. If you follow me on Twitter, uh, here's a broken uh, promise. Um, you're Genitals will grow seven times the size. Oof. Yeah, it's kind of like a negative thing. Yeah, I don't know if we want to make that promise, but okay. I said it's broken. It's, there's nothing there. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm Wenzel. You can follow me on Twitter at Wenzel Wilkie. You can follow my art Instagram at World of Wenzel. You can go follow my bookstagram at Wenzel Banters. I talk about books. And soon I'll be talking about movies. And music albums as well, because those are three things I fucking love, and I need to talk more about those. Um, 
also too again i will be out of the country so at the time of this release my store my commissions are closed uh they won't be back open until may 25th so i you know i can't take any orders or commissions but don't worry they won't be closed forever just for a certain time um yeah and i'll be on some episodes and some episodes i won't some episodes i won't be on because we're re-recording stuff but you know again that's all right these guys got it handled they're just as funny i guess um yeah and my link tree you can go follow my goodreads and my letterbox and everything all the all my socials are on there as well go check that out and again thank you so much um yeah all right thanks See? for listening go watch thanks anime. for listening Mwah. give everybody a little smooch Ah!